Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show, 866, we be big. Coming into this hour, that's the voice of Tom Wall. we got a, a number of folks over the years that have done great voiceovers for us. Uh, Tom Wall, you know, we heard the great news uh, on Dr. Farley is uh, battling cancer and is uh, taking treatments again. And uh, I told him that we would get the prayer warriors on that again. So remember Tom Wall and your prayers uh, as he continues his ongoing battle with cancer. Uh, and pray that he can get to the other side and, and make a full recovery. He's had some some good stuff, and he's right now he's having a setback. So uh, just remember him in your prayers today, as well. Uh, Bubba, as uh, we come back, we, we, I think we had a really good comprehensive uh, conversation. Brainstorming, Rick. brainstorming, Brainstorming, and it must be comprehensive. We we can, we, can, we got to take got to look poli- at all angles. Got to take the politics and the agenda and I, all I wanna, that. Out I want to be part of the cure, man. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I, I want everybody else to be. We, we need to brainstorm this thing. We need to talk about it and then try to get some of this into action. And let's try not to stir. I say that to us and others. Some of the people in our that have been given very powerful platforms in politics, uh, professional athletes, uh, you know, whatever your your platform of influence may be. Take that platform with some responsibilities because it's really easy to rebel rouse and cause people to be shot, hit with bricks, and their properties burned down and looted in neighborhoods in which you don't live. Okay, when you go back to the mansion and, t- and, and talk about all the great stuff you're doing while stirring people into a frenzy that's never going to affect you. Uh, so just you know, take some responsibility with all that. And I would say that to us too, and I hope we handle that. We try to. We try to handle it with responsibility. Bubba, on a much lighter note, a couple of deals. Boy, look at this classic here. Uh, the, <laughs> Rick, the, the Rick and Bubba store, and I will just give credit where credit is due. This is not something that uh, anybody on Team Rick and Bubba, well, it is because we consider the folks who run our online store to be part of Team Rick and Bubba, but none of the members of the show. Sometimes people come up with, what do you think about this idea for a shirt or what about this? Do you think that's a cool hat and that it and all this and our, our good item, you know, we Bubba with the spatula and, and all that kind of stuff. But we uh, – the the graphic design team uh, for our online store thought this would be a really cool Rick and Bubba shirt for uh, since we're in an election year, and I really thought it was cool because it's such a classic design. And this is available in the Rick and Bubba store today. I like it. It, ha- it it's available uh, as a shirt and a hat. There's also a hat that has the same thing on it. And this is the classic Bush Reagan uh, logo, mm-hmm. and, and of course that said you know '84. Uh, Ours says 94 because that's when the show was established. I like that. Uh, the show yeah, is sure. the show. Well, let me get a picture. You, you want to get a picture of me holding it? I was going to wear phone. it today, but I, as you can tell, Ricky's got a new shirt, and I he's like wearing that. it today. But uh, you'll, you'll see this rotate through, though. Uh, so this is now available at rickandbubba.com while they last, and uh, and you can get it. Like I say, there's a hat that has this on it, too. And uh, right there, see, look, at there's the hat. Oh, I like that, that a lot. You like that, too? Yeah. So these two items are available in the Rick and Bubba store. I guess we'd call that what, Bubba, the Rick and Bubba 94? Yeah. Logo? Yeah. Yep. Rick and Bubba 94 I, I'm logo? Gonna, Rick, I'm going to nickname it in the beginning. Uh, in the beginning. <laughs> so there it is. And, and and that's a cool throwback. And it's perfect for an election year, isn't it? So yeah, you, it is. you have it out there. Because at the end of it all, you know, You'd much rather be supporting Rick and Bubba than any of these politicians. Absolutely. Anyway. So, Absolutely. so there it is, the Rick and Bubba 94 shirt, uh, kind of a cool-looking logo. That's available at rickandbubba.com today, and you can get that by clicking on the store. Lord willing, we'll be left after they've left office anyway. Yes, let's hope so. Well, Bubba, we also, speaking of Rick and Bubba history, we got to talk about Mickey Dean. Uh, Mickey Dean, you know, Mickey has had some health problems over the years, and, you know, some of you had asked what happened to Mickey Dean. Well, he, he had to go into assisted living for – 
for quite a while. He he made his way out of that. I remember how shocked we were when he called uh, the show and, and and seemed to be kind of coming back and, came and actually came by and saw us. And a lot of you got excited. Now you know you got Helmsy's talking about this and Adler. Some of the guys even who are on the team now, uh, they're so new they don't even they never had the Mickey Dean years. Uh, but Mickey uh, is a, a great comedian. He he was very very funny. Uh, he 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 was just the the classic Southern storyteller. He's the one that told Bubba and I, and we have a, and we give him credit that uh, it, the the job that the folks like the Rick and Bubba show do, and Mickey Dean said the job that he did. He said, "I don't necessarily write comedy; I just report comedy." <laughs> me, me, yeah. Meaning, all you have to do is is look around, and some of the some of the classics that he had, and we're gonna we're gonna have a flashback today uh, on the program. Uh, go back to Mickey Dean. Now, some of you around the country may not understand this, but everybody's got this these communities wherever you live. Okay, and Mickey Dean was the pride of Walker County, and Walker County is a unique place with some very wonderful, unique people. And uh, so Mickey Dean uh, from that area, if you remember when he called the show the other day, he talked about the little town that he was living in, in, uh, in Walker County. And he said that they're, they're back to law enforcement. Their law enforcement was so underfunded, they couldn't even have a breathalyzer. So they just put an overweight woman in the backseat of the police car. And when they think you're drunk, they ask if you'll dance with her. <laughs> and, uh, and I got to tell you something that. That's, that's that's hilarious. That yeah. is that, Rick. That is well thought out. Good comedy. <laughs> yeah, but here we go. Uh, this is the top ten list that Mickey Dean did uh, years ago on the program. Mickey Dean has passed away. He was going to turn seventy five on Monday. Hmm. Uh, talked to one of his sons yesterday, and uh, he passed away. And it is complications of COVID nineteen. Uh, he okay. had some health issues, so he was kind of a high risk, and he did get COVID nineteen. He was put in the hospital. They had him in ICU. They had him on the ventilator. They thought he had made a recovery, took him out of ICU, put him in a room, and then he had a downturn mm. there that was kind of unexpected. But here is a Mickey Dean flashback as uh, we remember uh, the, the great Mickey Dean moments on Rick and Bubba. Top ten reasons that you may, might be from Walker County. Uh, Mickey, this is the top ten CD reader. Uh, sorry. The top yeah. Ten reasons we know you live in Walker County. Yeah, and can you give me the – don't you do a yeah, general roll yeah. and, and you get involved. We'll do the number. Yeah. Rick will do the number. You on. do it. Yeah. Okay. All right, here and we go. The top – I'll sit first here attempt and give charity last. Mickey's first attempt. The reasons you – Mickey, please, I'll do that. You. Okay. Okay, yeah. I do, you're in. I'm nervous. I'm excited. Top ten reasons so you might know you're from Walker County. Number ten. Uh, if you can rent a movie and buy a watermelon at the same place. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I don't want to come out of the game. Well, no, you're wait. rushing it. Expectations. Let's not give too much. It's just one. Top ten way. Don't say it until I give you the number. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Top ten reasons why you know you're from Walker County. Number nine. If you've ever seen your preacher thumbing. <laughs> <laughs> number eight. If you've ever referred to Highway 78 as the slab. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey's hot. Top ten reasons we know you're from Walker County. Number seven. Uh, if you own food stamps, but you own 14 deer dogs and a four-wheeler. <laughs> Mickey, you rushed that one. That was funny material, but you rushed it. Okay, so I'm nervous. Don't See, I've noticed you're apprehensive about when you're supposed to start. Just let the uh, okay. number sit okay. there a minute. Okay. Give it a one-breath pause and, and then begin. And then start. Okay. okay. You're going to like six. All right. Oh. Top ten ways we know you're from Walker County or regions. Number six. Uh, you stop on the side of the road and go in the woods to use the bathroom, and somebody's already there. <laughs> 
That's bad. That's bad. That's good. Number five. That ready? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. If you fight your chickens before you fry them. <laughs> that one hit close. Top ten ways we know you're from Walker County. Number four. Uh, if you're in a funeral procession and there's fishing poles sticking out of the car in front of you. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's hard to make up. You must have actually seen that. I actually did. <laughs> Top ten ways you know you're from Walker County. Number three. Number three. Uh, you see a girl with a beauty mark, you get a little closer, and it turns out to be a tick. Oh! <laughs> Look, Don Juan gives Mickey so much, and Scotty K so little. I know. It's so oh, no. Uh, all right, uh, top ten ways you know you're from Walker County. Number two. Oh, if you feel like you need something in your yard with a propeller on. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Greg, you sure got a humor. Oh, he's all over. Ah. All right, now this one, you could really blow this one. Let, this let the drum roll kick and all that. All right. Top ten ways we know you're from a Walker County. Number one. If your house catches on fire and you can take it to the fire station. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was solid. That was solid. Top ten ways you know you're from Walker County or whatever county you want to fill in the blank. Oh, Just fill in the blank. That's the way. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I like it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. There it is. From 2001. Yes, it's available. You can get that. It's on 2001, a radio oddity, the best of Rick and Bubba's show. It's available. Uh, we may have hard, hard copies at rickandbubba.com. It is certainly on Apple and all your download stores. Mickey Dean. Uh, seven, nearly 75, would have been 75 Monday, has uh, stepped into eternity. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Uh, all right, a couple of things. and I, I'm, we we got to get sometimes where we can think things through. First of all, I'll talk about what's on me, and then I'm going to talk about what's on you. Uh, what's on me is I was trying to say, talking about Tom Wall, who does some voiceover work for us, that he is uh, struggling with cancer. And let's pray for him like we did Dr. Farley a few days ago, which seemed to have some great results. And some of you said that I ran that together, and now you think Dr. Farley has cancer. He does not. Tom Wall does. I said, let's pray for him like we did Dr. Farley and his struggle with COVID. And if I miscommunicated that, that's on me. Now I'm going to talk about the one that's on you, the audience. Uh, Okay, this one's on you. Uh, Well, there's two of them. those, Those of you that are saying that you really believe that we're talking about Mickey Dean, the Auburn softball coach, has passed away? How would you think we would be doing a tribute to Mickey Dean, the softball coach? And did he ever do a top ten list of the top ten ways you live in Walker County? Uh, did he have a relationship in the past with the Rick and Bubba show? That one's pretty easy to deduce on your own that we probably aren't talking about the softball coach at Auburn. Uh, I know some of you are newer to the show, and you may not remember the years of Mickey Dean, the comedian, but I think we communicated that one pretty clear. That with just a little bit of wisdom and discernment, I think you could have thought they're probably not talking about 
the softball coach at Auburn, but some of you seem to be confused, so the softball coach at Auburn is not dead. No. Okay, that I no. know of. Okay, that Mickey but, Dean is fine as far as we know. We also don't have some personal relationship with him, and he's never done the top ten list or any comedy bit on and the I show. And I don't think he's from uh, Walker County. No, that, I don't. No. So so hopefully that's clarified. And then the other one. Rick, uh, sick and tired. Uh, why are the discussions always about what's wrong with the police? We should be focusing on criminals who are breaking the law. I realize this is a small portion of the police that need to be called. Why not call the criminals? We talked about that. Agnosium. We talked about the balance sheet. We did a comprehensive discussion of this that included all things, including that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So anyway, so just uh, please. And I know y'all listen in and out, and y'all don't, and you don't hear you don't hear the narrative from beginning to end. And so we're t- clarifying. It's on us, and we're clarifying. And at times, you know, I, I don't communicate things as well as I thought I did. Certainly, so I, I will take responsibility for the times I don't communicate well. But you guys are going to have to take some responsibility of the fact that when things are communicated, your discernment has got to come in before you shoot an email or call. You got to stop and really think. So, did, would they be talking about Mickey Dean, the softball coach? <laughs> and uh, probably, probably not. You know what I mean? So, just, uh, just, just so you know. But anyway, so he's fine. No, nobody panic on that. We've got uh, a hurricane that is raging. Yeah. Span joins us. He's a man with a Mayweather plan. He's a mighty Jake Span. He's a mighty good weather man. He's the man Rick and Bubba's biggest fan. He's a Mayweather man. He's a mighty James Span. Here we go. Span, we have got a raging hurricane. Give us the update. It's been a rough ride. Uh, we're starting to see some of the images coming in from Lake Charles. Uh, the most severe damage over southwest Louisiana. The Capital One Tower, basically, I'd say 60-70% of the windows totally blown out. And we've seen some structures like hotels where the top floor just totally sliced off with winds in Lake Charles, probably in excess of 120 miles an hour. This thing came in uh, last night as a Category 4 hurricane at Cameron, Louisiana, and with winds of 150 miles an hour. First off, the good news, Houston, fine. Galveston, fine. They're on that good west side. Even Port Arthur and Beaumont, Texas, they've had a rough ride with wind and rain, but they're on that better side. The real problems over southwest Louisiana. And again, the sun is just coming up. We're starting to see a lot of the damage, but it's uh, uh, it's pretty tough there. And uh, they're going to be without power and probably in some cases for weeks. Uh, the remnant circulation will be coming up to Shreveport later this morning. Even at Shreveport, this will probably still be a Category 1 hurricane. Then it begins to turn to the right through Arkansas and moves east over Kentucky. And what that's going to do, fellas, uh, even though the system, of course, will weaken, it's going to bring the chance of tornadoes to parts of the Deep South. Now, today, the main chance of tornado activity with Laura, west of Interstate 55, Louisiana, Arkansas, western Mississippi. And then tomorrow, the risk will be over parts of Kentucky, Tennessee, north Mississippi, north Alabama. So understand, if you live in places like Nashville, Memphis, Huntsville, Birmingham, Louisville, you could see a few isolated tornadoes tomorrow. And the problem with these things, with tropical tornadoes, they tend to be brief. They don't last long. They're low-topped, and they can literally be under the radar. And sometimes it's really hard to provide a warning for these things. So be very weather-aware tomorrow. And then on uh, Saturday, the, the risk begins to wind down. So that's the deal with Laura. And we just have to mention one more note. The next wave 
has come off the coast of Africa. And, you know, this is the season where these mm-hmm. things can come off the coast of Africa and go out there for a long time. Uh, this right now shows a low chance of developing over the course of the next five days, just something to watch. And the next name is the N storm this year, which is Nana. We don't, don't do that to Nana. Don't Nana? do that to Nana. Nana like grandmother? Mom, Mom, I'm sorry. Nana? Come on. Or Nano. Is it Nana? Nana. N-A-N-A. Nana. Wow. I'm sorry, Like Mom. her grandmother. Mom, I'm sorry. That seems mm-hmm. a little brutal, doesn't it, James? It really does. It, it is. That's uh, a cultural Nana's misappropriation a... or something. No, it's not <laughs> Hopefully Nana's a storm that doesn't bother anybody, but I'm just saying that'll be the next storm. And again, it's that, way out there. That, and, storm and should say, bake, that storm should bake cookies. What if all of a sudden you came on and said, for the first time in weather history, there's a storm that smells like chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <laughs> she gave you a quarter and not, told you not to tell your mom. James, have you enjoyed watching the things that just, you just love? I, 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 just for fun, when I saw the update, and it is very serious, I turned over to the CNN meteorologist just for, just for you. Um, and you know what I heard? Unsurvivable. Unsur- what was the headline? Uh, un- un- unsurvivable. Catastrophic. Catastrophic. Unsurvivable. You know, uh, historic. Historic. That word was thrown in a lot. Uh, James, right, well, it, it obviously was bad, but I think some of the uh, some of the words, if it, if a little hyperbole it, there, to to be a category four, which is bad enough, but if you if you're going to use those terms, it's got to be a five, right? Well, in their defense, the National Hurricane Center did use that term uh, unsurvivable in one of their statements. And so that came from the government, from the Hurricane Center in Miami for the storm surge. The storm surge with this thing was probably 20 feet. Now, the deal is in Louisiana, you know, Lake Charles is well inland. It's on Interstate 10. There's not in Louisiana on the Gulf Coast down there. You don't have these big resort cities like Panama City Beach and places like that. You've got little town called Cameron, Louisiana. I, I would hate to see what it looks like in Cameron. Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Uh, and understand part, parts of that city are probably five feet underwater right now. Can That's you imagine? It was a, yeah, it's a tough, tough ride for them. Yeah. Yeah. A, f- a four is, is always a problem. We've had them and we've had worse, but it doesn't, doesn't mean any, if, if, if it's your category four, it is historic for you. Hey, thanks yep. a lot, James. I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. Guys, have a great thank weekend. you. You too, brother. Okay. And we'll continue to update the weather as we move through the weekend again tomorrow. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Go ahead, man. 35 minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number. Speedy is out. We'll chat with him next hour to see how things are going. One of his uh, kids has got uh, COVID. He's got the COVID. Hey, I understand he's got the COVID. Uh, last we heard, he, he's, his son's doing fine. I mean, mild issues with it. I mean, uncomfortable, of course. He's sick. But uh, but uh, Speedy, so far, so good. We'll chat with him, though, coming up as we just kind of go through the protocol. All right, so um, HelloFresh.com. You know, mentioned this before, and, and I know we're all trying to cut down uh, on, uh, you know, get, get interacting with people as best we can, as best we can. Uh, one of the things you could do is have HelloFresh.com, especially if you're someone that might be at high risk and you like, I know I got to get to the grocery store sometimes and there's certain things you're going to have to have, but, but, uh, as far as your meals, HelloFresh.com, and it really doesn't matter with the situ- situation you're in. You may just like this better, uh, because you like getting, you know, a, a meal prepared for your family. That's kind of been a lost art in our society here in America, modern day. Uh, but they'll send you everything you need. They'll, they've got great recipes. Their chefs put together a multiple 
uh, multiple menus you can pick from. And then each meal for the week has got its individual bag, and in that bag are all the ingredients you need, but you still prepare it. You just, you, you're now not wasting food because you're trying to guess how much is going to be consumed or how much you need for the recipe. You're saving about, on average, about 40% on the grocery bill of going out and getting it. And then it comes right to your house. And they're also, you've, you've picked what you want, and these chefs have given you what you need to prepare the meal the way you want it. So it really is a phenomenal service. And if it's a, America's number one meal service, and the Rick and Bubba audience is loving this. Go to HelloFresh.com. If this is your first order, use the promo code Bubba. We'll get you $80 off, and we'll get you free shipping. There's also a link. There at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So, Bubba, we needed to get that hurricane update in from Span, and you can kind of see the weather, even if you're not there where this uh, horrible situation is going on with this Category 4. It's also trying to – he trying to said look ahead for some other problems that may happen tomorrow that are kind of the tornado problems that could happen as a, an offshoot of all this, as is the Norman into the weekend. But uh, we had just played back um, uh, a best-of moment of comedian Mickey Dean, not, not softball coach Mickey Dean, but comedian yeah. Mickey Dean, uh, when, uh, when he was, that was actually from 2001, uh, and all the many years that, you know, Mickey was, uh, went on the Rick and Bubba cruises with us and, and performed Rick, those were fat some fest. Of, those were yeah. some of the most fun things because it was a, it was a smaller crowd. It was a great crowd, but, but, uh, and they wanted to be there and they were into it and they were kind of an intimate setting, you know, when they let us have those lounges on the cruise ship. And I tell you, when Mickey Dean slipped that red jacket on and he came out business. there with that white hair blazing, he meant business. There was very few people on the planet who were funny, who was funnier than they, than he was. And what it, what the deal was, he was older than us by about twenty years, so he was doing humor about the things I'm now dealing with now. Yes, because yes. he was in his mid fifties before we were in late fifties, <clears throat> and he was talking about you know as as you get older, the things that you'll face. And I can remember some of the things he said that, that what I would call things like if you have something in your mouth, you would spit it out laughing or nearly choke on what right. you know on, on whatever you were drinking. And um, w- when he said that thing, because I, I didn't know about colonoscopies, I had no idea. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't yeah, in our world. It wasn't in our yeah. world. I mean, we're sitting there in our thirties. We didn't care. And uh, and he said, I'll tell you why they call it a colonoscopy. He said because if they told you they were going to take your rear and stretch you over a parking meter, you wouldn't go. <laughs> And I thought I was going to die. Right. And then when he said that about his wife, you know, he said, because women, every time you bring this up, women always talk about what they have to deal right. with. And we've talked right. about that before. Right. And he said his wife started saying, try to try to have a baby. You remember mm-hmm. this? Yes. And he said, well, yeah, but you went through the struggles, and they gave you a nine-pound baby boy. All I had was a sore rear end and a $750 bill. <laughs> you know? And, and I know. Yeah, I, I mean, know. God, his, I, I'll just, never forget, and we were reminiscing in the break when I first met Mickey. Uh, I had seen Mickey perform uh, at our local comedy club, and uh, Mickey was on a another radio show in town, and we were out doing a remote. And I even told you, I remember where it was when it happened. And Mickey walks in and, and introduces himself. I don't know if you were right standing with me. I, th- I may have met him first, or maybe you yeah. did. I don't know, but we weren't right together at the time. And he introduced himself, and I said, I know who you are. I've seen you, and I've heard you on the radio before. And he started talking, and uh, I said, can I tell you one thing? And he said, what's that? I said, you're way too funny to be on that show you're on right now. And he said, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's you, you said that. I'll give you a, a backside of that that I found I out. I didn't mean it negatively toward the show, but I was just being funny with Mickey, but it was funny. He said, I've been thinking the same Are thing. Are you saying you didn't mean that negatively toward the show? <laughs> well, you, above, above, above. Don't say things you don't Okay, mean. I'll take it back. <laughs> I did. 
<laughs> yes, <Right>. he did. <laughs> Remember, that was when we were Radio Godzilla. We were out to destroy yeah. all government. I'm trying to be nice. I know. I'm trying. Well, we're nicer now than we used to I'm be. Trying. I mean, we're not there yet, but we're nicer. Yeah, several emailers today wouldn't see that. Because, <laughs> right, right, you know, I'm, all, I'm always attacking the police. Yeah, right. What the? Yeah. Well, it goes back to the well, that's another People topic. don't choose to listen, period. I, I, I'm I'm not, I would like to I'm, hit I'm, with a nightstick. I'm not. Okay? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up. But anyway, <laughs> did you hear what Bobby just said? That slipped out. I'm sorry. I'm so that, glad it did. Did I say that? I'm sorry. Did that come out? I'm sorry. Oh gosh, I love what we do for a living. Certainly. I, I don't know. Hey, how about this? We're on the road to be canceled, but I love what we do. Sure. I've enjoyed it. It's been yeah. a. We've been here so much longer. We thought we'd be. Did anyway. you hear all the disclaimers I said during all those? It doesn't matter. But but I love your attempt last hour to t- yeah. look at these problems comprehensively. But until you, if you're unable to talk about it without one side screaming you're unfair to the police and the other side screaming you're a racist, as long as those mobs can never stop doing that, you can't talk about it. No. So anyway, back to Mickey Dean. So if I was a dictator, I'd solve the problem. Yeah. No. But but back to the uh, back to Mickey Dean. So so his I talked to one of his sons last night and he told me that that scene you just mentioned, which is why I want to talk about it. He said that his his dad was on a, a radio show in Birmingham when the Rick and Bubba show came to town. We just held up the shirt a minute ago. Right. And we started in 94, we ended up in Birmingham in 98, I think. And so uh, he said to his dad, he said, you need to go meet these guys. They're the new show in town, and you need to go meet these guys. They don't do it the way the other shows are. You can actually develop, tell a story, and do all this as opposed to, you know, you having to do little one-liners, and then they go to the break and, or hit the music. And, um, and that, so he said that he, his son told me last night that he was the one that told his dad to come see you and me that day that you're talking about. Yeah, that's and, funny. And, uh, and, and he did it. And then he ended up on the show, and there we go. And um, just Mickey was one of those people. Of course, he'll always be known for his his stage act. Oh, of course. But he was just one of the funniest people sitting around talking to him. You know, just in here, some of the funniest lines and some of the hardest laughs may have been two minutes before we went on the air yeah. or, or a minute after we finished. But he was just always funny. Can I and tell you was, one that I love that was on us? Did you remember it? And we laughed our heads off. Look, Bubba and I are situational entertainers. We are not stand-up comedians. No, no. And, you know, so being on the stage and doing stand-up is a different animal, and I certainly don't pretend to be good at it. We're SEs. Yeah, and, and, you know, (laughs) there's a difference in being a a radio host and being a stand-up comedian, and or even being a a speaker and being a stand-up comedian. Stand-up comedy is the most difficult job in the entertainment business. So we end up getting a corporate gig with Mickey. And Mickey followed us, and he was going to do a stand-up routine, and Bubba and I were going to just get up there and be his like opening act and do our Rick and Bubba stuff. And we bombed. I mean, we were terrible. And the audience gave us like a spattering of, of laugh. And, 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 then, and then one time we got confused about what their company actually did. It made a joke. We thought it was in their favor, but we didn't realize they actually did that too. And it just it – I just, think you're combining two things. I think it's the same story. And so uh, – Bottom line is we didn't do very well, no matter what yes, it was. Okay, yes, yeah. it was a tough audience. Yeah, yeah. Really. Look, that's why I like. And Mickey Dean walks up with perfect delivery. Yeah. He says, "Hey, Rick and Bubba, let me thank you for working them into a frenzy." And uh, and I mean, <laughs> and then he gets a laugh right out of the gate on us. And I mean, it was so funny. Hey, I want to thank you guys for working them into a frenzy. Yes, that was funny. <laughs> uh, Mike in Harvest, Alabama. Mike, go ahead. Hey guys. Um, my wife uh, grew up in Jasper in Walker County, 
and uh, I've been listening to y'all for a while. Um, one morning, she had to ride to work with me, and that that day, uh, I was listening to y'all, and she had never heard you before, but that day was the day that he did that top 10 list, and she was not happy. Oh, really? <laughs> Look, to me, the best jokes yeah, are the ones you, that have a little bit of truth to them, even a little bit of truth on you. Yeah, you yeah. got to – listen, some of the funniest stuff to me oh. is stuff that's on us. You oh, know? yeah. Because oh, nobody knows that material more than we do. I love stereotypical humor, yes. as you said, even when it's stereotypical to my own culture. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. Well, there's and so you know many what? things funny about our culture. You know why? Because, because there is absolutely some truth to it. Yes, absolutely. So we'll come back. Uh, Mick. Mickey Dean. And, and you know what was odd about this too, Rick, because we we at one point thought he had died already. Yes, true. So I told you yesterday, I said, I feel like I've lost Mickey twice now. Yeah. He scared me to death the day he called that show and did a joke. I was like, what is Mickey? I thought you were done. Uh, I believed you, Rick. I know. We'll be back 15 minutes to the top. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty seconds to pop, and we'll go phone trolling. Any topic you want to talk about, we put a number of topics out there. You can talk about any of them, uh, or you can bring up some we haven't discussed yet. Here we go. A long distance directly assistance. Eric Pope, two on two. Eight six six. We be big at the end of thirty seconds. The buzzer sounds. Your time on the program comes to a close. We move to the next caller. Uh, we will start uh, with Sam and Ohatchee. Sam, thirty seconds. Go right ahead, buddy. Hey, um, we did hurricane relief work after Hurricane Michael, and I think what they mean when they say unsurvivable conditions is you don't want to live with the memories of what you did live through. My friend was a first responder at Bay County after Hurricane Michael hit, and she posted today about how they had people who their loved ones had died, and they all they could tell them is cover them up with sheets because help can't get to you. Yeah, all and of all of realizes help can't get to people in a hurry. Yeah, yeah, well, I, I understand your point. I'm, yeah, I, we understand your point. The 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 other point is that the media will overhype stuff, and they're using words that probably should be reserved for the category five. Not that the four is any less enjoyable, but it is a four versus a five. Okay, there's standards you know that we have that they rank these, and some of that is just. I mean, it's just, you know, it's like the promos in the movie Scrooge. You know how they overdo it. Well, also, the fact is we've had Category 4s and 5s. It is not the first time ever that we've had one. And you just heard heard Sam. Uh, The reason why we know that, Sam knows exactly what it's like because it's happened before. And so when when they start acting like that weather is acting in a way it never has, that just isn't true. And the fact that with hurricanes, and Rick, thanks to the space program, uh, we have satellites that see these things coming. Rick, a week, mm-hmm. two weeks in advance, yeah. and we've got so good at predicting, we can tell you within 350 miles where it's going to hit shore. That's incredible. We ought to be just go, ooh, yeah, on that. Yeah, and not being you know? insensitive to what you said, Sam, because I know you're right, but I think Span clarified it. The reason why the National Weather Service said that is that if you're going to think you're going to sit there as this thing comes ashore, they're telling you you won't survive it. It's it's not survivable if you just sit there on the on, with the surge because the surge is going to put everything that you have underwater, including yeah, you. Right. Rick, I did see one thing that uh, I'm going to have to look up. There was a freestanding uh, radio tower, and I think it was for a TV station, or either they were the one reporting on it. And those freestanding towers, most of them that have gone up in recent time, modern times, 
uh, are designed, and they have to meet these standards to literally survive an atomic blast, other than the heat, uh, the force of it. And that thing was twisted off like a toothpick. Mm. So I, I don't know. i, I got to learn more about that one. Zach in Birmingham, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, Biggins Green Acres. Buddy. Thanks for the call. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, man, I just wanted to tell you I appreciate what y'all do, man. Just been, um, you know, going through some rough times here lately, man. Y'all, y'all really get me through the mornings, guys. I well, really thank you. appreciate it. Thank yeah. you, brother. Well, look at you returning the favor by encouraging us today, man. Hey, press on. Uh, there's always hope. People's Courtney, former Rick and Bubba intern. Courtney, go ahead. Hey, guys. How are you? Yeah, I just, uh, I'm great. Thanks for asking, man. Just sad to hear about Mickey Dean. I was lucky enough to intern during his time, and, man, he was funny. And I had to share this. My first day as an intern, well, nothing was as I expected, so thank you for that. But one of the things he did was he got me uh, in the hall at the old studio, and he said, no one likes to hear you talk and not have an opinion. He said, don't you sit there and say, I don't care. It doesn't matter one more time. And I did it the next segment when you guys were giving me my name. And he looked at me and he said, what did we just talk about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was uh, everybody's uh, everybody's granddad. And he tried, he, 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 he'd set Bubba and I straight a few times. Remember we got our silver spoon speech? Oh, yeah. 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 Great, Great to hear from you, Courtney. Uh, let's go to. I finally had to say, Mickey. I I didn't grow up with a silver spoon. I know, but but he knew it killed his speech to, <laughs> to realize that you and I did not grow up with a silver spoon. <laughs> no, uh, no. As a matter of fact, I think we grew up in a very similar situation yes, as Mickey. But yes. But it but it but it that but he he wanted to be that guy. That's, I know. We were in the role of the young people that don't know anything. Right. You know, right. Came to I, I did. I respected Mickey yeah. enough to always listen to yeah. him. You know, and most of the time, even on serious stuff. Let's. Uh, I, I remember, and this is not even. I'll just say, but well, there was one day that that he and I made the decision we were going to spend some time together, just the two of us. And he and I sat on the porch at our house and had some really, really deep, deep, deep discussions. And I, I'll never forget that day. Yeah, it was Mickey. Uh, what I mean, and and I did too. Not on the porch, but we. I forgot where we were. We got to sit and and delve into you know a little bit deeper, peel the onion back a little bit. Yeah, I call it. Yeah. And uh, but it, he was always always funny. You forgot one story, uh, and I'm just going to mention this to you. Do you remember when he put a sign up at his lake house out on the point? I'll I, remind you in the break. Okay. I don't. That one's not ringing a bell with me, but I bet it will pretty quick. Okay. Yeah. I do remember that if, if Mickey Dean lived downstream from you, you might want to tie your, your wave runner up. Uh, let's go to Kevin. Kevin, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. How are y'all? Good. Good. Uh, I was going to touch base with you. Uh, Bob, I sent you an email it's about the fund, the police stuff. Yes. We is this Kevin? Things. Yes. 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 Uh-huh. We were talking about some things about subduing subjects. Yes. This is a new system that's out. And uh, just thought you might want to kind of put that out there so you won't be under attack for uh, for defunding the police, Rick and Bubba. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Kevin, I've got that. I haven't looked at the video yet, but I've got the link, and uh, I've put it yeah, in my it, special it, folder it, to look at cool, after man. the show. How many times have we said on the program that the answer is not to abolish or defund the police? We've said that how many times? Like a million. Yeah, so many times. Thanks a lot, buddy. Um, Let's go to... I thought Herschel Walker had the greatest take on that on our podcast. Like, he, talking about building championship teams, he said, do you cut the budget or do you increase it to get the best? Right. <laughs> I thought, yeah, that's a good point. Let's go to LaGrange, where Katie is standing by. Katie, go ahead. Welcome hey. to the program. Hey, good morning. I'm a first-time caller. Well, how about you with to... calling in? Yeah, I, 
I just want to tell y'all that I've been listening to y'all for a long time, and Thank I just I love the Christian aspect of you godly men. And I have a two-year-old that I'm raising, and she loves loves to hear y'all say Rick and Bubba. And she says it with you. Well, how about that? You're raising her right. Yes, I'm raising her. Her mama's in prison, and I'm raising her till her mama gets home. I've had her since she was born. Well, how about that? Well, thank you for calling, and thanks for being such a great encouragement to us today. Yeah, and, and we, you know what I always tell people, we're a great example of grace. Yes. Think about that. If you don't think God is gracious, you go, <laughs> well, now, wait a minute, you're, he is gracious. Look at Regan Bowler. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Opalaka. Frankie's standing by. Hey, Frank. Opalaka. Hey, Rick, Bubba, y'all got to give me a time out on this one. But think about this. being the, I'm about the same age as y'all, raised here in the 80s, but can you just run down the list of the things that we survived? I made a list the other night just thinking about we were going to be killed by nukes, killer bees, killer ants, acid rain, the big freeze of the 70s. We survived disco music. The hole in the ozone, hole in the ozone made by Meemaw's hairspray, yep. and solar flares and storms. I mean, every year we're we're going to be annihilated by something. Now, wait a minute. Remember, we've had a few close passes. Did you put asteroids in there, yeah, too? Yeah, remember we had you a know, couple I, end I of time. We had a couple end of time, yeah. yeah. What about yeah. Uh, super volcanoes? Oh, yeah, the one especially sitting on Yellowstone. Don't go yeah. near there. What yeah. about and, uh, uh, earthquakes that would make the Mississippi run backwards? And I, see, I must have missed that. Now. No, that, that was, that, that was out there. Yeah, the big one in the, the East Coast, big one. Yeah, but you remember killer bees come out of Brazil, but then oh, yeah. everybody yeah. said, "Oh, they can't cross the Mississippi. They don't like water." Who, who made up that urban legend? What about, mean, did oh. you did you count UFOs abducting us? Remember well, we had that no, scare. I, I really don't because uh, and then the Bigfoot, you know, the Bigfoot overrun by Bigfoot. Oh, don't forget that. this. Yeah. According to the Democrats, we survived Ronald Reagan. Remember, he was going to get us in the in the final world war that was going. Yeah. We we're all going to die of nuclear weapons. Oh yeah, because yeah. of because of Ronald Reagan. And of course, he got him to disarm without firing one shot. Remember Phil Collins and that goofy video? Yeah, I lost the respect. I, I did too. Man. Land of confusion. Yep. Yeah. Top of the hour. Cute song. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. From the broadcast plaza and teleport. Thank you for being with us. Will of Meat, by the way, still in play. Somebody say. Ah. Throw Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler all in the mix. It's what Saturday night the moon was bright. Shining down as hot as light. Said music all around us. Welcome back to the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. I'm Bill Bubba Buzzy. Bubby. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba show. New item. Rick and Bubba store today. There it is. New item. Uh, it's a new Rick and Bubba shirt. We got this uh, shirt and a hat and the cool logo. We, Bubba, could we call this logo in the beginning? In the, I like it in the beginning. Uh, Rick and Bubba 94, and it's a playoff the old uh, Reagan Bush uh, election shirts back in 84. Uh, but this is Rick and Bubba 94 because that's when the show began. So this is available on hat and on T-shirt. It is available at the Rick and Bubba store while they last. You notice I didn't mention Speedy uh, because Speedy has been out for a few days. He's checking in with us again. He's at home under quarantine. Hey, Speedy, how you doing, buddy? 
Uh, good guys, how are y'all? Oh, I'm gonna put my shirt on. Hey, I'm gonna, I like that. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna look like <laughs> look. I'm at work. Hey, the shot looks. It great, looks fantastic. I like the shirt versus the background, the depth of field, the lighting wow. is soft and good. You, you, man, you look like a pro. You you look better than everything that CNN and Fox News has on. You really do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> well, you convicted me yesterday, Bubba. Yeah. That's a nice mic. Yeah, man. Right, and you, plus you settled into your situation. You were frustrated yesterday. Yeah. The yeah, last you, time we talked, to you. you've already well, cleaned well, everything within an inch of its life. And now you got time to yeah. fool with that. Yeah. Plus, last time y'all y'all talked to me, um, I was trying to get something organized with, up for upstairs for for my inmate, and so um, I was a little flustered. <laughs> but go ahead. So, how is Tyler doing? He's doing good, actually. Yesterday, his symptoms improved. He said that um, he, he felt like he lost his sense of taste a little bit uh, when we brought something up there uh, to him. But other than that, he says now it's really just turned into like I've got like a, a, a like a, a minor head cold or whatever. So I'm hoping that when he wakes up today, he feels even better. Uh, but so far, so good. Um, he uh, we Facetime him. We go to the door, uh, leave food at the door, knock on the door. He opens it, gets it, closes the door, and then uh, I spray the entire house with Lysol for some reason. Like I think that's the the, the save the save all to everything. But um, I, I think I've gone through two cans since we started. So how are you doing? <clears throat> uh, we're doing good. We're doing good. I mean, you know, uh, just trying our best not to catch it. Uh, nobody has <laughs> nobody has seen him. What are we, day five now? I guess we're day five of quarantine. So, so far, so good. So, you, Speedy, can you check your temperature for us and just show us that you're okay? Uh, yeah, hold on just a second. Yeah. All right. So, so yeah, because we have to know. Well, that's a great looking den. I really wanted him to be in boxer shorts Does, when he got up. Doesn't that den look cozy? It does. Oh, yeah. you, you know, you could just see yourself sitting there yeah. in front of the fireplace watching a football game if we ever had any. Oh, yeah. I want to tell you this. If that, if that house wasn't riddled with COVID, I'd love yeah, to be there. I know it. So, um, all right. So, Speedy's checking his. Temperature. Is he too close? Bubba? He's got a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Speedy got one of them show enough good ones. Yeah. So, uh oh. Uh-oh. We're having a little operational trouble. You're not I need any? you. I need you, Bubba. Is it not giving? <laughs> it's not showing Just you. Just push anything? it and let it show you the the lines, and then do it on your head. Well, how can he see? Oh, before he does it, I see what you're saying. Did it vibrate? Yeah, I'm ninety seven nine. All right. Okay. Mm. Boom. Boom. So, so yeah. of course, Tyler so didn't have a fever so at first, but that's fine. Yeah. He, he didn't, and, and that's something we need to talk about. But uh, and you're you know, not wearing a mask. Seems- it seems like, isn't it funny about every other case you talk to somebody about, it's all different. It's yeah, like, well, no, my symptoms were this, and mine yeah. were this, and well, I didn't have a fever. I did have a fever. It's a bit uh, of and, a moving target. It is. And, and guys, I got to tell you all, um, I had um, I had a moment yesterday where somebody gave me that we signed up and left thing, uh, and, and I just played it off. I could not find it in my heart oh, to, no. to tell them that I have heard that story a bunch. But yeah, like it's the first um, time. Someone said that they had a good friend. Mm. I say, quote, good friend uh, that that signed up and and the wait was just too long. And so he left and then got notification that he was positive. Speedy, without ever being tested. I don't know if you heard the show. I think it might have been Monday, if not maybe (laughs) Tuesday. You were here Monday, so it might have been Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Were you here the day that I said we got the email, which I'd never heard this angle on this positive, negative thing, that one nostril came back positive and the other nostril came back negative <laughs> no are you serious yeah I've, that that one's actually made its way in now oh wow uh, well i will say this yeah i will say this i think we can say that the tests are unreliable yeah uh, but the symptoms are usually the indicator that you really have it i think that rapid test is a, you might as well get a coin out and flip it yeah because yeah, didn't yeah. your daughter have that negative rapid. on that one no that's the one she had positive on. okay and then she was negative on the 
Uh, she has been. I don't know if she ever got the last test back or not. I don't okay. Know, because after she started running a fever and test positive, I quit asking. So how is she doing? She uh, she had a temperature about 101, uh, but she's taking some <clears throat> things and just chilling. So, uh, And she's got a roommate with it, too. One roommate that's got it, one that had it. So, uh, you know, they're all just kind of hanging out there together. Do you ever sometimes, and I know. I think the town of Auburn was pretty much shut down yesterday because yeah. their numbers have spiked yeah. up, and uh, I think there's really nowhere to go. Here's the thing I was wondering. Do you ever find yourself, and I'm just going to say, first of all, I'm a yes on this. I do not want to get it because I don't want to have to wonder, am I going to be the person that's on the edge of death right? right or, 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 or sadly won't make it? Right. Or will I be the person that's really, really sick? Or will I be the person who gets the head code version of it and I feel like I kind of have a cold? And it, I've had some people say I didn't feel good, but I only <clears> didn't feel good for 48 hours. I've heard some of those people. Uh, but do you ever find yourself, and I know they don't know the long-term damages it might have and all that, but are you a little bit jealous of the antibody people that have already had it? Do, do, do you ever do you ever look at them and go, man, that, that's that's a pretty free place to be on the other side of it? Well, because I, told, I know it may not be. We don't know how long it is, but you're certainly right. not going to get it. Just turn around and get it again. I told Betty yesterday we were we were talking about it, and I said, you know, Caitlin and I, we've always kind of tracked together medically on stuff. If I get sick, she gets sick, or vice versa, or if neither one of us, if other people are sick and I don't get it, she don't. It just seems like we have some parallels. And I said, you know, we get through this. We've got our own plasma donator here. You know what That's I mean? That's right. Yeah. I said, it's, we may have to keep a bag of that around. Speedy, huh. has, has huh. there been a moment that you said, I'm being quarantined anyway, I'm going into Tyler's room, <laughs> and I'm going to interact with him and see if he can throw some some uh, uh, some spit my way, <laughs> and, and, I, and I'll just go ahead and ride it out with him and be done with it. You know, I've thought about, I call that pulling the Helmsy. Uh, I've thought about that, uh, just going ahead and getting it and just seeing how, how it is and just that way I'm done with it. I ain't got to worry about it anymore, but I have not done that because now, now you know, you've got still Terry reckless. and Reese yeah. still here. Yeah. I mean, there are, and plus, are some things. You don't know if you got the bad one. That's right, the thing. Yeah, you don't know yeah, if that's you true. Yeah, that's true. There are some things I've noticed about the Cove being here in the morning, which I'm never here in the morning. <laughs> um, I've noticed that no one works here uh, in the Cove. <laughs> how, how are you paying for these houses I, I don't understand it uh do you all work from the home uh your house i guess it's obvious are you in the it world what do you do I, i'm talking about every house both left and right of me across the street from me and down the cul-de-sac nope i'm seeing you all like in the morning y'all just hanging out in t-shirts and shorts what do you do yeah. I, I don't know what you do yeah well, Speedy, I, I think I, now you may be on to something and maybe i've never known of a i've never known of a neighborhood to have people that all do the same thing for a living which is kind of mm-hmm. odd but right. i do know a guy who works for at&t <clears throat> and he told me he said i don't know that i'll go back to the office in 2020 wow he because you know he's a he's a guy that he's kind of in the engineering oh, I, world of all. Oh, of it. I, I know mm-hmm. several yeah. Rick that I, I have spoken with that I was uh, I was shocked. They've already <laughs> said don't even you know check in with us in December. We'll let you know about January. Yeah, me too. I've they just wrote the year it, off. It's almost like some of these businesses are probably going. Why do we have a brick and mortar here? Why don't we just all work from home and meet every now and then at the park and, and have a meeting? I guess I don't know. But I, I think you're going to see more of that. Mm-hmm. We've talked to several business people who said they are changing their design for their new building. 
Mm, yeah. And also, uh, we have the Good Time Gang has started Marco Polo and again, it's an app kind of like <laughs> Snapchat, but yeah. it's it's video that stays there. Uh, and they saw in a very uncomfortable moment with me the other day uh, as I was jogging, trying to over greet people with the UPS driver, uh, and that's something I've tried to self cull, uh, but unfortunately they had to witness it. You saw um, it? Th- there is a UPS right. driver that he takes, uh, I guess, a lunch break for his route and actually eats a sandwich and just kind of gets dialed in on his next appointments and his delivery route and all this kind of stuff. And every, every time I go by him, I try to wave at him and he rarely waves back. And, and oh. unfortunately they had to, they had to experience that. Did he not wave back again? Well, he didn't, by the way, why, he didn't give him anything, but I will say this speedy is overdoing the toning it down because, and I'm Greg witnessed it. He didn't give him hardly anything, and I and and it wasn't that he did bad. It's just he didn't warn a response. He, he didn't really. I mean, I don't know that it warned a response. I mean, he's just so maybe that's the, not like you. You've gone too far. He the wasn't. Other way. He has. I don't. Oh, I don't. Well, I, tr- I tried to show out in front of them, like I, you know, had made a change in my life, and I wasn't over greeting. Uh, and so I tried to kind of you're out of breath in between. Plus, I was on the way back home, which I call the the last half mile, and and I was about to die anyway. Yeah, I, I you didn't hey, get your a energy breath. was gone. You, so you, yeah, so he never waves at you. No, he doesn't. He rarely, and if he does, it's like. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> that's about like, what yeah. you gave him the yeah. other day. Yeah. Do, you, do you think yeah. he well. sees too many Amazon trucks in your driveway? Uh, possibly, possibly. But I've just noticed a lot of things. I'm studying the code. If y'all are listening, I'm on to y'all. I don't know what you're doing. I have no idea. I want a little action of that or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, if you live in the cove and you're walking around in t-shirt and shorts in the morning, why is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We we need to know. Speedy, thanks for the update. I know it's a hassle. No, it's a bib. Thanks, buddy. We'll be back. Hey, bud. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 22 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. So a Republican National Convention. So did it wrap up last night? Was that the end of it last night? Uh, it's, it's, uh, is it, is it over? One more night. One more night. Tonight. One more night. Probably these conventions, I think two and three nights would be plenty. Um, it's uh, that, That's the most difficult part for me is to listen to so many people have to walk up there and, and talk. Um, but anyway, so I, I saw a little bit of it last night, and I did see this. Um, this is um, – uh, the the speech that was um, that was given uh, last night, uh, talking uh, about Madison is it is it Cawthorn is that is that what you how you say his name Madison Cawthorn, uh, and uh, he gave a speech and of course he 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 was paralyzed in 2014 in a car accident and uses a wheelchair and uh, you'll see we're going to watch it and listen to it uh, we're going to jump Adam we're going to we're going to just jump in with this already in progress right uh, with yeah okay. So here's kind of the meat of, of his speech, and then you'll see what he does at the very end, and then we'll unpack what some people have been saying about it. So from the Republican National Convention last night, here's Madison, uh, I think, Cawthorn? Cawthorn? There it is. While the radical left wants to dismantle, defund, and destroy, Republicans under President Trump's leadership want to rebuild, restore, and renew. I just turned 25. When I'm elected this November, I'll be the youngest member of Congress in over 200 years. And if you don't think young people can change the world, then you just don't know American history. 
George Washington game was 21 when he received his first military commission. Abe Lincoln, 22 when he first ran for office. And my personal favorite, James Madison, was just 25 years old when he signed the Declaration of Independence. Wow. In times of peril, young people have stepped up and saved this country, abroad and at home. We held the line, scaled the cliffs, crossed oceans, liberated camps, and cracked codes. Yet today, political forces want to usher in the digital dark ages, a time of information without wisdom and tribalism without truth. National leaders on the left have normalized emotion-based voting and a radicalized identity politics that rejects Martin Luther King's dream. MLK's dream is our dream for all Americans to be judged solely on their character. Millions of people risk their lives every year to come here because they believe in the dream of MLK and the American dream. Join us as we, the party of freedom, double down on ensuring the American dream for all people. We are committed to building a new town square. It welcomes all ideas and all people. Here we will have freedom of speech, not freedom from speech. To liberals, I say let's have a conversation. Be a true liberal. Listen to other ideas and let the best ones prevail. And to conservatives, I say let's define what we support and win the argument in areas like healthcare and on the environment. In this new town square, you don't have to apologize for your beliefs or cower to a mob. You can kneel before God but stand for our flag. The American idea my ancestors fought for during the Revolutionary War is just as exciting and revolutionary today as it was 250 years ago. I say to Americans who love our country, young and old, be a radical for freedom. Be a radical for liberty. And be a radical for our republic, for which I stand, one nation under God, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, and may God bless America. Wow. So we have a paraplegic who takes the word, everything he said had more wisdom as a 25-year-old than a lot of people double and triple his age about this country. And he was reasonable even about the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. He said what a liberal truly is. I was shocked that James Madison was 25 when he signed the Declaration of Independence. It shows how how poorly educated we are today compared to then George Washington, 21, Abraham Lincoln, 22, uh, James Madison, 25, when he signed the Declaration of Independence. Uh, and, um, and, you know, 25 and 22 and 21 then versus now is a little bit of a different animal. Yeah, but yeah they were much further it, along. But. And if you don't believe that, <laughs> just listen to those three examples. Right. But anyway, he, he takes the moment and says what we need to do as American and for the republic for which I stand. You can, you can bow to God and still stand. Really, at the end, he says he's talking about the republic for which he now stands. He gets a they bring a walker out to him. He pushes himself up out of the wheelchair to stand for the Republic and for the United States of America, and he is getting ostracized for it. <laughs> now, now, we're attacking a paraplegic <laughs> who pushed himself out of a chair yeah. with a walker, a 25-year-old, like I say, that appears to understand the history of our country and what a Republic is better than people triple his age. And, uh, and we have a PBS reporter that says that um, 
who also contributes to NBC News and MSNBC, tweeted that uh, that he made a point to stand, suggesting that all Americans should stand during the Pledge of Allegiance and National Anthem. It was a direct uh, rebuke of actions by people, including black, and she put sick in parentheses, athletes who are currently sitting out games protesting uh, police brutality. And, um, and so she's attacking him, and she's going to define what he was doing. Yeah, I would, that's my point. You, I would prefer you just listen to his speech, and then you understand exactly what he's doing. He is, he is talking about his view of America and why he thinks younger people need to get more involved and become true radicals uh, to, to, you know, really what he's saying is to truly go back to the founding fathers and, and, and have a, a true constitutional republic. And he says, and, and don't let my youth hold you back because I, I believe it's time for the youth of America to actually know American history, which he clearly does. And I and the republic for which I stand, and he gets up out of his wheelchair, and instead of someone saying, "Man, that's a person that was passionate about what they believe," you're not allowed to be passionate about what you believe because you only have to be passionate about what somebody else believes yeah. about the country. And if you don't, then you're disrespectful and racist. In his whole message, he was inviting liberals to find common ground. Yes, and didn't want to hear that. He was too level-headed for them. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. You know, one of the things I take away from the the young man's speech, and he's right on it. And Bubba, you touched on it, but we have gotten to the point we're so uninformed, we don't even know what it means to be a liberal. We don't know what it means to be a radical, and we don't know what it means to be a fascist. We 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 have no we don't we don't understand the no. proper definition of these phrases. Yeah. I mean Look, these, I, these words. I understand where there might be confusion on fascist and communist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But really, by definition, they're on opposite ends of the scale. But if it's a circular, if it's a pie chart, they're right next to each other at the bottom. Right. Uh, and the fascists hated the communists, and the communists hated the fascists. And honestly, from our standpoint, being free. Uh, they're both about the same thing. I was it about just to say, depends who owns the building. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't want to live in Nazi Germany, and I don't want to live in the Soviet Union. Right. I'll same take, difference. I'll, I'll take a pass on same both difference. of those. It's, so it's, what I won't do is adapt any of their characteristics to my current belief system. But what I think a lot of people may miss is where you turn from uh, socialist to communist and Marxist. Yeah. They don't understand those, and they're they're just a progression. They are. So um, anyway, we will go to the phones, uh, and but this was a moment that we know Speedy. We were in the Rick and every day. You know, if if it ever gets stirred up, the the Rick and Bubba uh, group text with the with Team Rick and Bubba, uh, Wes and Spanish Fort. We went through this together yesterday. Go ahead, guys, guys, guys. I I mean, I agree with almost everything you said, but Lou Holtz, he mm. is getting harder and harder to oh. listen to. I mean, he's not Dick Clark level yet. But he's getting close to Luke uh, Lee Corso level for sure. Well, in this COVID nineteen era too, where the disease is passed by saliva, yeah, uh, it's dangerous to be around Lou Holt. It is because you talk about someone who fires out saliva, and and you know I, I he does. I, and when you know, and I'm with you, Wes, and, and Speedy tried to watch it, but then he he went in the group text. I can't handle it. That's it. I want to help him. I'm back to hurricane coverage, and he left. 
uh, because at one time he tried to say something about being a Catholic, and I think he said Catholic. And, uh, and, and, and I was like, oh, my, oh my goodness. And Not then, a Catholic. And right? then uh, instead of succeed, it was He's gotten worse. God love him. Uh, I mean, God love him. Uh, and like you say, he's a he's a passionate guy, Wes, and successful. Probably, probably a lot yeah. of his principles, not all of them, but some you know some of his belief system. I would I would say ninety percent of it. I'm probably going to lock arms with him. But yeah. uh, but a communicator, and I, and I've asked this question. I know you have too, Greg. I remember back when our dad was still coaching, uh, and he went to a coach's clinic, and Lou Holt spoke there. Mm-hmm. And you know, and even you know, a lot of people don't know he he's actually can do sleight of hand. Yeah, he does like the magic. Does, did you know that? <laughs> I don't remember. Like when I play this, <laughs> all right, he like eat a lot. Here, I have it right here. I have it right here. When we play this intro, sometimes the kickoff hour does some of the longer intros, and we used to do them here, but we've we've tried to not do the t- long ones as much. But do you remember this one? You're going to hear Lou Holtz in here, and he doesn't talk the way he talks now. Listen, it's gotten worse. It's Everything here has been done on faith and a commitment to excellence. Commitment to each other. One, it means religion. Two, it means family. You see, that's pretty clear. Yeah. Right, I'll tell you why that's, dis- that's, that's not accurate with what's really happening. That soundbite was taken off the internet in the early days. Did you hear? It's a low quality recording. Is that what I'm saying. Cleaned it up, so you don't hear. You, you can't don't hear, hear all the, the right. It made him sound better. The fact you couldn't hear it all. <laughs> Maybe they need to do that now. Because the reason you could tell, you hear that high pitch ring in it. Yeah. Can <laughs> you hear that? I did. Well, not anymore. But I, right. I know what you, you know. Mean. Where yeah, you that, see it on the media. Sadly, that that right. that part of so the that fact that it was very clear was better for him. Right. Do people look better in bright light or dark Amen. light? No. HD has not been kind to a lot of people. No. Including us. No. So are you telling me you don't think it's gotten worse? Oh, I'm sure it has. I don't know. Worse. I don't know. I'm, I'm I, I imagine his, his, you know, walking has got worse, talking. I mean, yeah. we all do that, right? Right. I mean, I can't run like a cat like I used to could. That's know? so true. You'd run like a cat now. It's just it's a, Garfield. Yeah, Garfield. Uh, to... <laughs> Nashville, Tennessee. Greg, I thought you'd give me more. I did that. too. Oh, I went ill. Doggone it, Greg. Get up. Shut that. <laughs> I, don't worry. Find your story. <laughs> oh, are you okay? I thought you were still arguing with your computer about that one thing they sent you. No, no, uh, no. All right. So, Neil, go ahead. Hey, guys. I just wanted to call in. I uh, hope y'all are doing well today. We are. Um, thank you. I, yeah, no problem. Uh, I was a toddler, listened to y'all as a kid with my parents. Uh, I would always sing the intro with them whenever it would come on. And uh, recently rediscovered y'all on, uh, it was like YouTube or something like that. But I'm glad to see y'all are still uh, kicking it and uh, seeing the show is going strong. So um, so have you always, the, I'm sorry, have you always been in the Nashville area? Is that where you listened to us when you were young? Yes, sir. So that was before they ran inside the city on a rail? Uh <laughs> From from what I'm assuming, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, that's the good thing about the new technology. So, how old are you now? I'm 23. Wow. And so you were listening as a toddler. Yes, sir. With my parents. 
Oh gosh! I would uh, so, always, yeah, I know. Here I am, but uh, when you first, <laughs> Neil, you but, threw me off because you sound a yes. little older than that now. And when you said that, right. I thought, my gosh, I uh, thought the same thing. I started running the numbers here. Yeah, but but so, well, that that's cool that you found us, and I love this new technology. Markets like Nashville. I mean, Nashville cannot be a market where there's no access to Rick and Bubba. Come on, and so if terrestrial radio won't do it, then YouTube and streaming apps and the podcast can. So uh, I'm glad you found yes, us. I'm glad you found us. Welcome yes, back, buddy. Welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home, Take Neil. Care. Spread the word, buddy. I, I Welcome, Neil. I thought the same thing. I thought. I, well, you saw my face. I thought like, he, he I sounded confused. older than 23. Yeah, that threw us off. 23. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I listened to y'all when I was a toddler. I'm like, I thought to myself, I'm in a time warp. <laughs> a minute, what happened? But, hey, listen, let me tell you, it's it, and he's 23. When people walk in, and if they listen to us as teenagers, and you add twenty six and a half years to a teenager, it'll it'll blow your mind. I mean, they're standing there looking, you know, almost like us. I hate to say it, mm. and they've been listening since they were teenagers. Makes you feel kind of on. Does. So when we when well, we, you've changed, Rick. I look like we've been doing this a hundred years. So you know, yeah. So, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you saying that when when you were in the aging tree, when you started to slip down, you hit every limb? I did, Rick. Yeah, I did. Oh, I think you're still hanging on up in the tree, but I went all the way to the bottom, and it, it took a while. Well, again, like I've said before, when when people that have my kind of complexion and have my look, when we come apart. It'll all happen overnight. Well, that's the good yeah, news. Right. See, uh, I, I've gone ahead and made that transition to uh, no to, to white, yeah. not gray anymore. White <laughs> to de- let's, whitey. Let's go to Greg in Gardendale. Greg, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead, Whitey Bussy. Well, I'm just going to bring up the fact that the Democrats couldn't celebrate a quadriplegic standing up out of a wheelchair, but if Chuck would have stood up when Biden <laughs> said to, I think that is celebrated. Chuck Graham, state senator's <laughs> here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, let him see you. Oh. oh. God love you. What am I talking about? At least this young man could have stood up to make Joe not look so stupid. He had to try. You know, I don't know if you've yeah. seen some of the uh, things that Biden's putting out. You, you know, the the Republicans have painted him as being pushed to the far left. So now Joe is coming out saying, "I don't want to defund the police. I don't oh, want to so do they're this." Going. So he, but what he's what what that's caused him to do is now now AOC and Bernie are not as happy as they You're were. Right. So you're it's, right. Yeah, because Bernie they're, kept blurting out how progressive Joe was going to be. I hate to and say Joe's it. like you're messing me up. Psychologically, now. they're they're being they're, I, they're they're giving the flank up here, and they don't even realize if it. The Demo- they're out looking for the green deal, and they're getting flanked. Good, getting flanked. If the Democrats, and I'm glad I, it'd be difficult to do it because it would be at our own demise. Right. But if the Democrats would hire us as consultants, I can win this election oh, for yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. And, and like I, could, I could give you a, a route. Right. Uh, and you're fumbling it, by the way. But I'm not going to mention it. No, I know. I know. Let's I'm to, glad you're fumbling it, but you're fumbling it. Dustin and Boaz, go ahead. Hey, I wanted to see if you guys had heard about in Miami the police officer whose wife died in the back of his cop car yes. while he was asleep. Yeah, and I was confused. She got locked uh, in. There. She, apparently, the the car will lock automatically. I guess when you're hauling prisoners, yeah. Tr- she, she trust got trust the, me, you can't open the door once you. And she there. got in the back seat for something. I, I was confused, and the doors locked, and, and she, she didn't have a phone, and her husband was sleeping, asleep in the house, and she and, and she ended up dying it. from the heat. Yeah, the back seat, you can't open the door and get out. No. Well, you can see why they would have that. But yeah. I forgot why she got in there. She was looking for something. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember that either. But, yeah, they said he was asleep That's in the house. It's a tragic story. Did she not Again, know that you, can't, that you can't shut the door in the back seat? And then, of course, it has that plexiglass. You can't crawl I don't know. You can't crawl in the front, can you? 
No, you can't. I mean, if you don't have your cell phone with you, you you're in trouble. And he was asleep. Yeah. No, oh, that's terrible. So probably you know had a long shift and went into sleep for a while. Yeah. Yeah. That's miserable. We'll be back. Eight six six. We be big is the number. We'll uh, we'll check the other stories that are out there today. We'll continue with some of your phone calls as well. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Don't forget, check the, the store. A brand new Rick and Bubba shirt arrived today. The Rick and Bubba 94 shirt. Shirt, you can find it at rickandbubba.com and the store. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba show. We'll get you updated and we'll hit a few stories. Candidco.com slash Bubba. CandidCO.com slash Bubba. Uh, I, a lot of you out there that are watching and listening, and if, you, if you're thinking about, you know, hey, you know what? I don't have a megawatt smile to show off. I'm self-conscious. I don't smile. I put my hand up over my mouth. Well, CandidCO.com slash Bubba can help. Candid clear aligners are comfortable, removable, and totally invisible. That's what you'll love about that. Uh, that's, you know, the difference in them and the wire braces. You can transform your smile with really without anybody even noticing. Uh, it's going to happen that way. So, plus, uh, you're going to be, um, uh, you know, you're going to be saving some money too. Your treatment is prescribed and monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. And here's the cool thing: some of the other companies out there, you never hear from this doctor again. That's not the case with CandidCO.com/Bubba. Your treatment includes remote monitoring by the same orthodontist who created the plan in the beginning. So you never wonder how you're doing. I wonder how I'm doing. You'll always know. The average treatment's about six months. You'll start seeing results way before then. The cost is an average of 50% less than Invisalign and some of those others. Get started today with Candid's risk-free starter kit, and we'll give you $75 off. Go to CandidCO.com slash Bubba and use that code Bubba for that free starter kit and a $75 um, coupon. You can also find a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Put them to work for you. A couple things you need to know. Uh, we um, we had yesterday's uh, Bible study. It is uh, out and available. You can see that. Uh, the, the days are evil. It's a standalone Bible study. We talked about some of the things that are going on in our world today, uh, and you can, you can watch that and listen to that. Also, don't forget, as I mentioned, this Sunday night, uh, themanchurch.com. Uh, a lot of you learned about this discipleship strategy. If you'd like to see an actual man church, a church uh, for men, uh, and a service, and then also you can plug in even around the country to some of the small group Bible study options. I know during the pandemic, maybe you are not getting together with people. Maybe you've never been in a small group. You'd like to be look at some of our options that are available on Zoom. There's some great teachers and some great uh, opportunities. So at the end of the message uh, from our very own Andy Blanks, uh, and you can watch that. We'll we'll plug you into small group Bible study choices, and you can do that this Sunday night, six o'clock Central, uh, seven o'clock Eastern. It'll be at shades.com, I mean, .org slash live, shades.org, and then slash live, and you can watch that Sunday night. Okay, a couple of things going on. You know, you mentioned this about how Biden is trying to figure out uh, how to now play the violence, and the reason why is the violence is not polling well. Uh, right. the, the chaos in the streets, and Democrats are even openly admitting that it's not polling well. I mean, this is being talked about on your your CNNs. I don't know that MSNBC NBC could ever talk about it, but CNN was talking about it. I saw it last night. Yeah. And they said this is hurting the Democrats in the election. So to Bubba's point, you got Biden trying to find a way to distance himself from 
the defunding, uh, the abolishing of law enforcement, and trying to talk a little law and order. But if you talk law and order, trying to stop the bad polling, now you upset, as you said, Bubba, the the Cassiope yeah. Cortez, and and oh, you yeah. and you upset, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders, and you upset some of the, you you upset the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, and so, L- let me tell you, you as, got yourself in a, in a little tightrope. As situation. researched and as much money and effort goes into these presidential campaigns, if Joe Biden is coming out saying he's for not defunding the police and he's against rioters and all that, rioters can't say that today, rioters, mm-hmm. um, then they're getting polling data that says that they're losing ground on that topic. And you know who yeah. they're, you know who they're interesting. It may surprise you. You know who they're losing ground with. Black males. Oh, really? It said that uh, that there's a, a good percentage of African-American males that are taking a look at the Republican Party and and asking some difficult questions about, you know, has the Democratic Party really served us that well? You know, they talk about all these problems we have, but have they solved any of them? Uh, and so that, that's so they're, they're, they're looking at that, trying to find a way to walk that line. I'm not going to tell them how they should walk it because it may help them win. Yeah. So. Well, um, you, you have to kind of, I think, decide who you're going to win with. That's right. And who you hope goes with you, and some people are out of your control. But if you try to appease everybody, you're going to end up with conflicts in your own tent, and then nobody's going to be happy. Well, you saw the Republican. you know that. Yeah, the Republican National Convention, I know I have seen two. There may be three. I know two because I saw one, one, one night and one the other. And these are African American male Democrats that are saying, uh, "Hey, Trump has done for Rick." For, there's been more than that. I, I, I really, and I haven't I watched. I spoke it, at the yeah, convention. I, I haven't yeah. watched it from uh, from start to finish. But there's been more uh, black African American uh, and more female speakers than you normally see. Yeah. So I, I think that we're getting as I as I as I'd like to see, which would actually be the dream. Uh, that people it, ethnicity has no play uh, on worldview is uh, individual people of all ethnicities pick the ideology they they that they think is more in line with their principles. Some people say I don't have to compromise some of my moral convictions for you. Maybe I can go over here and I can find more ground with this ideology. You're not going to find a perfect one because they don't exist in a, in a fallen creation and in a fallen world. Uh, but you you can find you might want to look and say where I've always voted and where I've always stayed, when's the last time I went and checked some of the other ideology to see maybe at this period of my life, maybe some things have changed. My point of view on things has changed over time. Well, the strategy okay. I think that's caught the Democrats is they tried, last time, you know, the Bernie people got mad and they just didn't vote because right. they were mad. We're going to portray, you know, Joe, he's the Trojan horse. Mm-hmm. But hey, y'all back him. We get in there. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna start most more progressive more. president yeah. since FDR. The, Bernie said that himself. I know, and I think they were like Bernie, you know, yeah, because so. now, I mean, because they were trying to appease him. Well, now guess what? Like you said, they've overplayed their hand. They've overplayed their hand again. Yeah, it's, they, it's not working. They out. walked up to the line and told the defense, "We'll play. They're gonna run." Yeah. If if I was, gosh, I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give him advice. Stop. I, I, no, I'm, doing stop. I'm doing the same thing. No, I mean, you. I just. I like looking at a situation, and, and it's like this is more important. But the, you know, when you look at football games, and you think, "Well, this guy ought to be doing this, or this guy ought to be doing," you know, and you think you kind of play both sides against each other. But um, boy, if I was if I was running this for them, I would do everything well, I could sh- to stop the rights. 
Shh. Yeah. But they're they're encouraging them. Well, they, how about this? And all that's doing is driving. Have you seen Trump's poll numbers? Yeah. Uh, Trump points at the rise and goes, "Is this America you like? Because this is what you're going to get." It's going to be you've seen it every his political approval. His approval numbers have gone up. It was depending on which poll you're looking at, anywhere from two to four percent after the Democratic convention. Yeah, which is against Biden should have got the bump yeah. in that, which well, is how it normally works. Well, you guys have hit it on just a principled standpoint, and I was kidding around with Bubba. We need to, we need to stop the rioting, and it doesn't matter if it helps one political party or Absolutely. another. Absolutely, it needs to be because stopped. Because it's wrong. Because it's I don't wrong. see how anybody yeah. could not want it stopped and could not want the police to come in and gain control of a city that's out of control. And it doesn't. How could see, anybody not? But want that? but in their warped mind of looking at this, they go. It, I'm talking about the George Soros of the world, who's funding some of True. this, and we know he's funding some of it. Okay, he thinks mass. Confusion, fire, destruction. How can anybody vote for the president who's in charge when this is going on? I see. That's how he sees it. Yeah, you're right. But they don't see it that way, George. They see Trump is the answer for that more than, and they may have been wish washy about it. Now they're all in again. It's just like when you scream, "Look at unemployment numbers!" and you go, "But yeah, because there's a pandemic. Look at them before the pandemic. Look at the stock market before the pandemic. Oh, you look at the stock market today. Good today. It's been good. It's it's getting up record territory. You know why? Because they think who he can bring it back. Top of the hour. If you leave us, have a great day. You got more Rick and Bubba. Uh, The Lord willing, we'll be back, and we got more to unpack. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Coming to you from the Broadcast Plaza and Television. That's life. Here's Rick and Bubba. That's what all the people say. You're riding high in April. Shot down in May. Six minutes past but the hour. I know I'm gonna change. That tune. It's a Rick and Bubba show. When I'm back on top, that's right. back on top in June. Since 1994, baby. Walking you through the and stories and the moments and the times in which we live. The real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler all here. Will of Meat still hasn't spun this week. Could happen. Speedy is quarantined. We've been checking in and out with him. Has a, a son with a positive test on COVID. Just kind of following the protocol. And welcome back. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, buddy. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you. What a privilege and honor it is to sit here in, in my particular situation, old seat number two. There it is. There it is. You, you've, you've been rock solid over there. 26 years. Now, we've had several chairs. It's been in different buildings. but uh, How many total studios we've been in? Funny you mentioned it. I was thinking about that the other day. I, well, I've been driving a lot lately, and I, I think about things like that. Veterinarian's office. Right. That was our first one. And right. we say that because the building we were in looked like a veterinarian's office. Right. right. Then, tiny then, tiny little studio. Then Birmingham, we had the closet. The closet. Right. Then the studio we came out of the closet to go into, no pun intended. Right. Okay. Right. And then from there, we went... To the, uh, to the Red Velvet Lounge? No, no, no. It was... Uh, oh, ZZK. No, no, no. No, no, no. It was, uh, it was uh, soft rock, but it was upstairs in the normal studio. No, you're right. With all, to begin the with. Then we went right. downstairs right. to the, the Red... Pink, the one that had the mauve right, walls. Right. Then we went downstairs to the Red Velvet Lounge. That's when we were at the radio station. Their logo looked like a feminine product. Yes, that's it. Right, okay. Uh, now, y'all were... What, and, which one were y'all in when I was in the, outside the window? In that, the was, that was that the, was it? That was soft rock. Uh, yeah. Right. 
And then, uh, then we came uh, to this fired. company, and we had uh, the studio that had the window shot out. That of it. one, right? Remember that, that one? one right there? Yes, that okay. is correct. Uh-huh. All right. And uh, then we went from there to the broadcast plaza and teleport. So how many was that? I just named. So nobody was counting. Wait a minute. All right, let me try. It. I'm <laughs> trying it right now. That's five. I'm, uh, veterinarian office. Yes. Uh, well, then we went the closet to to um, to the. Um, uh, when we first got there, we were in the closet. Right. Okay. Came out of the closet. Came out of the closet. <laughs> to the regular studio. Three. Then from the regular studio to the Red Velvet Lounge. Four. Right? No, no, no. From there to Soft Rock. That'd be the fourth one. And Soft Rock. Then Red Velvet Lounge. Okay. All right. Then uh, the, the studio with the window shot out of it. While this one was being built. And then this. While this was being built. And then this one. So we're so in seven, seven. Which is the perfect number. We're done. Hmm. Sorry about that. That's the, that's the number of completion. That just means we're going to stay here. Yeah, that's all it that's means. All we just won't be okay. in another one. Okay, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, I mean, it's over. I'll go with that. Yeah. Thanks. Check on that. Yeah, I don't want my banker calling today. <laughs> Bubba, I know you'll panic. be. My uh, heart skipped a bit. Bubba, I know you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> doggone those biblical numbers. But anyway, so. Um, uh, that's right. But that just means perfect completion. It doesn't mean anymore. You're not going to move to another. Yeah, that's all right. All right, so. Maybe. John Lennon's killer. Mark David Chapman has oh, yeah. been denied parole for the eleventh time. Eleventh time, hey, you're man. not getting out, uh, Mark David. You're not getting out. What made him think that after ten, that maybe this time? You know what it is, and, and I'm not. Well, saying. I mean, is this the Charlie Manson thing where you just keep showing up? I mean, do you have to go to the hearing? One, one of his girls the other day showed back up. Now, and in California, they out. agreed that are out, but the governor usually blocks it. Can the governor block yes. that? Okay, well, good. I they need so. to be blocked. How about this? Manson gang, you're done. Yeah, Not, never again. I, one of them got out, and you know, the one in Wisconsin? Oh, squeaky. She's the one that shot Ford? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shot at him? Shot at him. Hey, listen, if you want How do you shoot she's at the president? She's out listen, now. I know. That's my Don't point. Don't get him started on this. How do you this, shoot this, at the this, president Greg, Greg, and you're allowed to go to Walmart? Point. I think she just pointed a gun at him. Greg, listen. Greg, Greg, did you hear what you just said? I know. If Listen. you point a loaded weapon at a president of the United States, uh, how are you allowed to be seen at Walmart? How is that? How is that possible, Greg? I, I agree, Greg. If you get him started on this, it's happened. This is the shooting version of Pete Rose. <laughs> I know exactly. He cannot believe it's true. He, he, I can't he, believe it. He can't believe anybody who's ever shot a president or, or aimed a I'm gun at a president is out walking around. Hey, we, what about the guy shot Reagan? Almost killed him. Knew, Didn't I, he out? No, Bobby, Didn't he really out, Greg? He lives it, with his mom now, I think. Squeaky from this is from uh, ninety year old. Tw- this is from twenty nineteen. She says she's still in love with Charles Manson. If that makes you feel any better. Oh my goodness. Well, there's another reason you shouldn't be out. This is in twenty nineteen. Rick, I, I'm out. I'm at Walmart and I'm in love with Charles Manson. I tried to shoot a president. <laughs> you, y'all, y'all, if that doesn't scream justice reform, she feels does. very honored huh? to have met him, and I know how that sounds to people. Yeah, I think he is. It does epitome of evil. Well, yeah, it does. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go back. Are we talking about the you know Charlie that had the swastika cut into his forehead? That one not a good sign for the parole board to let you out. Now she you know, that's she wasn't segment. in on the on the murders in 1969. She wasn't in on that. But oh, what did she just no? Say? But Greg, Greg. But she was in, a member of the group. But she just wasn't. But Greg, her her squad didn't get. What sent did out you say? You're saying don't she, don't go. No, what I I'm, said. I'm what I'm did with. you say just a minute ago? She did what? Pointed a gun at the president. I'm with you. And then uh, is still in love with Charles Manson. That one hurts me at the Pro Bowl. Yeah, at least tell I me got that a real, you regret I got a, all I got, that. I got a real problem with that. You know what she told me? I mean, she also said in here she she uh, she don't regret pointing the gun at the president. She doesn't? I'm just kidding. I no. made that up. But listen to this guy. So the guy shot Lennon back to him because when you hear things like this, I think there's a moment to really listen. Now, look, the darkness 
is going to try to convince you to do things. Listen to what he said. I've never heard this before. He said that he feels more and more shame. This is the guy that shot John Lennon, okay, uh, Chapman. Every year for the crime, I was too far in. Everybody pay attention. This is what he told him in 2018. I do remember, listen, this is big. I do remember having the thought of, hey, you've got the album now. Look at this. He signed it. Just go home. But there was no way. I was just going. I was just going to go home. I was too far in. No, you could have gone home. Wow, could have gone you that, home. That he was. He was. He, he was. He was too far into the darkness. Did yeah. you know one wow. of the times when? And you know, I'm not a, a Beatles fan or John Lennon, but one of the times when we were in New York, I actually God. went to that to that spot. Oh, really? I've been shot. there too. Yeah, I've been there too. And uh, we were little, over at, the little garden over by the sun. We were at Central Ooh. Park, uh, taking a horse-drawn carriage. You know how I'm about taking horse-drawn carriage, right? As long as the, and, as, uh, as long as the horses have been fed uh, something that doesn't give them gas, <laughs> right? Lemongrass, and, uh, and they let us stop and go see the spot. Yeah. And I said, "Well, yeah, I'm going." To look. I've been right there. I've stood on that sidewalk looking yeah. at the apartments. Yeah, yeah. And the, it's the, the entry kind of goes. Best I remember, it's the entry isn't like just a door on the street. It goes. It's cut That's in cool. just a little bit, yeah. like it's got an overhang. Mm-hmm. I over think it. you're right. Yeah. yeah. Now, and listen to this. 30 years ago, I couldn't say I felt shame. And I know what shame is now. It's where you cover your face and you don't really want to ask anybody for anything. Other than let me get out. Hey, buddy. He says he said being in jail and thinking about it, he's actually shameful, feels shame for what he did now. Good. Well, and if he's repented to the Lord and has been forgiven, that'll be great. But he just. Don't mean he's going to get pro. But on earth. Yeah, you 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 don't get to play with the other kids here. Mm -mm. Bubba and Dancer at a squeaky. In 1975, so when she tried to assassinate uh, Gerald Ford, she got paroled in 2009. So she did spend a lot of time. Uh, not, not enough. No, I'm with you. I Lucky would, for him, his trick knee went out and he went down. Mm-hmm. Dodged I would, it. I would, I would tell Squeak. That's a joke. Hey, Squeak. <laughs> Greg gave me zero. Hey, hey listen. Hey, Squeak. I thought you, know you, he fell the all the, you know he fell all the time. That's right. Mm-hmm. I remember that with the Chevy Chase used yeah. to do it. Yeah. And, and he actually just, hurt himself, Chevy yeah, Chase. Yeah, he'd roll down the steps. And he'd <laughs> Gerald Ford. Now, he didn't look like that. Gerald Ford at all. No. But it was funny. I forgot all about that. Hey, Squeak, I'd leave out the part of still being in love with Charles. Yeah, even if you are, just don't I'd just let that go. Just kind of leave it. I would just let that go. You know, that's one of the segments on the show we used to have every year when Charles Manson went up before the parole board. you remember we used to do play-by-play of that? Oh, yeah. We yeah. cover it live. Right. And uh, Denied. Denied. But the, the different creative things he would come up with oh. was always interesting. Oh. I mean, Greg, this is way back, okay? This is oh, back yeah. studio number one. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he would show up and he would say, you know, he's going to do this or do – and they'd say, no. And then the one year he said he's got a thriving internet business, he didn't want to leave. I oh, said, yeah. Well, there's a new approach. He right. doesn't yeah. want to I, leave. I want to stay. Yeah. And they and they made they denied him again. We call that one the Briar Rabbit uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, line of. Uh, and you remember the one year, Rick, where he told him, he said, I could leave if I wanted to and walk through the wall. Yes, Y'all really have no control over right. me. Right. I said, Well, that denied again. Right. Of course, yeah. the Geraldo interview was, was yeah, classic. Greg, yeah. I can leave anytime I want. I just walk right through the wall. Sure. What about he going, Now, this is me. This is me. You remember he do all his hand motions? Yeah, Greg. Do you remember the look on Geraldo's face? Oh, Geraldo, no. We'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number to be part of the Rick and Bubba show. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. It is 21 minutes past. As soon as you are Everybody say it. Oh, and I am we. Bubba, seriously, why do you want to defund the police? <laughs> when did you become anti-police? I've known you all these years. You've made a turn. That's why we can't ever get to the answer of this. It has a chilling effect on people wanting to brainstorm. No, you, can't, you know why you can't help anybody? Because when people decide to be helped. They won't be You know, I, I'm not a pastor from Kentucky having dreams, but Watch I can it. tell you this. Watch it. If we if we keep doing what we're doing, we're going to probably keep get the results that we will get are going to be the same of what we've been getting. Do you ever you know notice, too, that's one of those statements, you ever notice the number of people think they're the first time, first person who ever said it? Well, I, tell you what, I messed you, it up. At least I, they can hey, say it. Hey, about you, the definition my, of insanity. I, hey, my grandmama told me. If, if, if you keep on doing things the way you always have, you ain't never going to have anything different. You always do what you always done. You'll always get what you always got. Boom. That's what my mom all told or me. Is, or is the way Larry Langford used to say. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Quitters never win, and winners never quit. <laughs> There's no I in team, <laughs> but there is an I in win. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that was one of the things that got me running extra sprints. Yeah, a comment I like that. I know, I know. that one is something about the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that John Denver. Yeah. Uh, I tell you what, that's full of. So on, on this, that has to be to just it's it's wrong. Okay, but to me, oh, it's wrong. But hilarious. How it caught me off guard in that movie. It has to be it. one of the greatest. I, I felt like Terry Tate, office linebacker, hit me. You know. Oh, oh boy. Hey, I want you back before Jim Carrey was crazy as an outhouse rat. I guess. Boy, uh, going on yeah, do y'all even, what happened to him? Was he in a wreck or something? I don't know. What happened? Or he took some bad drugs or something. something. I think. I think. Yeah, Jim Carrey has gone. He's so funny too. He had some of the funniest movies. Just goofy humor. And now all he can do is paint these bizarro paintings and things. And it presents, you know, oh, there's been there's thing. been many Rick and Bubba, you know, I mean, he's about kind of Van Gogh like, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. he's like over the years we have we have put before society what we call Rick and Bubba deep questions on life, <laughs> and one of them that is still under some of them we've come to conclusion on, others are still under study. Does are people who are a little bit wacky more likely to be successful in the entertainment business? Or does being successful in the entertainment business make you wacky? Yeah. You're egg, right. chicken, chicken, egg. Which one is it? I think. Watermelon or the bloom. I think uh, maybe success and the money that comes with that is an amplifier. Maybe you're a little squirrely, but you get a whole lot squirrely later. I does, don't know. Yeah, does it just amplify how weird you already were? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think. I or think or does it, when you get into this eclectic. I can't say that word. That's right. good. Right? You've been to eclectic too. Did I say it right? That's a city. No, there is, you're right there. you know what I mean. When you get into, it's fun to say too. Eclectic. For instance, for instance, I remember when we started, you know, uh, uh, being able to make money that I'd never made before in this business. It ushered me into a circle of people that I found out pretty quick. I probably wouldn't hang out with y'all. You know what I mean? And uh, and and I, and for yeah. a little while, you're like, okay, I'm in a neighborhood now with people that are not like the neighborhood that I grew up in. <laughs> And I can't really get it. Remember the time that this, these doctors are sitting around talking about these different types of surgery procedures and all this kind of stuff, and I'm sitting there looking around, and then they come around to me, and I'm like, well, today at my workplace, 
I, I can I do three the, biscuits. I, I do this yeah. thing like I have helium in my voice, but I don't really have helium. Can y'all do that? Yeah. yeah. I, I did this this morning. That's how I got pulled. Right. You know, and they just kind of looked at me. I'm yeah. like, ah. you don't really fit in. So what I'm saying is, you can make a decision to just say, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just in a different place that I never thought I'd be, and I'm gonna be thankful for it. However, I'm not gonna change, like feel like I have to go the way of, of, of just everybody who happens to be in the same neighborhood in the same circles. You know, some people, I think, in the entertainment business, they get now launched into the living rooms of a bunch of weird people right. and weird stuff, and they get in kind of a weird society. Yeah. And I think it does make them weird. Can uh, I tell you, too, I have a theory. Right. I have a theory um, that, you know, because I've been sitting around thinking a lot, mm-hmm. um, that a lot of it has to do with how quick the money comes to you know i'm not talking about people that, that make good money i mean people have made big money millions if you get it too quick it amplifies that craziness even more because you don't have time to mature and to be able to handle it no i, I there have been that, that's the lottery winner problem you know you've seen that a well lot. i've also heard this be said of men of character right. okay that that worked really really hard and came from nothing to something I've heard more than one of them say the worst thing I did was to hand my children something for nothing. Right. I I, I gave them money that they didn't earn, and I gave it to it. I gave it to them, you know, and and it ruined them. I, it's nothing wrong with having inheritance for your kids, but I didn't require. Oh, you, yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah I yeah. didn't. I didn't. I didn't require anything, and they didn't get here the way I did, and they turned into a bunch of idiots. Yeah. And uh, and he and said this was actually a curse I put on them. It was not a blessing. Uh, and I, I should have certainly said, hey, there's something here if you ever bought them out or something like that. But I, I should not have just allowed them to be live this lifestyle without working for it at all and not require them to work and not require them to earn their own money. And, and uh, just because I could afford this car for them doesn't mean I should have bought it, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, so I think there is something to that. If you get it so quick and, you, it, yeah. and it happened overnight – uh, and you didn't really earn it, uh, or you know it, it's it's too much, too fast, uh, because uh, like Jesus said, He said you got to show me you can handle, handle a little before you get more little things yep. before the Father's going to give you big things. Well, see that that right there lays out a great biblical precept of that. That's that's how you should do it, yeah. you know. And when you when you hit the lottery or you're an athlete and you go, you know, you've had a lot of attention given to you, but. When you go from I'm making nothing or what my parents give me as an allowance to I'm making thirty five million, and yeah, nobody can tell right. me what to do, yeah, it's just uh, wow. I've, I've I've even heard the speech, <laughs> and it's from and I can't remember who it was. Some of y'all, change. some yeah. of you out in the audience may remember this. And he came from the military, and he said one of the easiest things you can do for your children, the easiest things, is make them make up their bed every day. That's right. Mm-hmm. When they get up, make them put their room in order, mm-hmm. make their bed up. And it, that that one little thing uh, is is a great step in the right direction. Yeah, it starts a process, right? You know, and yeah. uh, you know, and, and remind your children that you know if 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 it's you or your wife or y'all or as a combination, they need to know pretty quick that you don't work for them. You're not their maid service. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they 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 need to do some of their own of just the basic straightening up and cleaning up, and not say I'll leave it anywhere I want to, and y'all run in here and clean it up. And uh, and so just little things. It doesn't require some big, you know, just, just something to keep them from turning into a bunch of spoiled brats that don't know where things come from. Because yeah. then they end up voting for Democrats. <laughs> well, I mean, 
that's what you got to watch. Take care of you. Because then, you know what? The Democrats start giving you a theology of you don't know where things came from and you don't understand how the real world works. And the only way that you'd reject some of the things they would say is if you knew, well, that's not how the world works. You, you, you know, healthcare doesn't just fall out of the sky. It doesn't what? Just, it doesn't just grow on trees. Medicine doesn't? Right. Uh, you know, housing for everyone doesn't just happen. You're talking about rent-free housing? Yeah. Payment-free housing. Payment-free housing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just, defunding and abolishing police doesn't mean everybody would just say kumbaya. Hey, let's let's, go let's defund criminals. <laughs> we'll take your phone call. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, 866-WE-BE-BIG, our number. Phone calls coming in. We'll chat with you. SimplySafeBubba.com. You know, if you're looking for a security system and uh, you're thinking to yourself, I I really don't know exactly what to do, and you're thinking about the way things were in the past, uh, don't think like that. SimplySafeBubba.com. These are security systems that have come into modern time. Uh, you actually install the system yourself. Don't panic. You can do it in less than an hour. Uh, but they're also more efficient because you, you customize them for your actual property. They also have video verification and some, some technology that's been added that uh, means that law enforcement knows whether this is a false alarm or not, so you get a response much quicker. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, you're talking $15 a month to be monitored 24-7. There's no contracts. There's no hidden fees, no upgrades. Or, I mean, upsell, none of that. Uh, it's just a, a functioning security system uh, that blankets every, blankets every room, window, door, tailored specifically for your actual location. U.S. News & World Report named it, said this is the best overall home security of the year. So get yours now by going to simplysafebubba.com. You get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. Nothing to lose. Simplysafebubba.com or find the link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Uh, so we have callers standing by. Bubba was telling me, Greg, the, about a story you were sharing with him. There's not much we can do wow, with it. Oh, what a what Let's, a it's well, it's a same story that Greg wanted to do. Listen, well, I don't know. We've heard of a hot mic. Yeah, how about how about a hot Zoom? Yeah, well, I had a you know that we have. There's two what? things that go on now in the Zoom world. I had a a, a friend tell me at church Sunday how about you Philippines that they had a Zoom meeting going on, Greg, and it was hacked. <laughs> uh, he See? said by by these young guys. He said, first of all, they came on and called everybody of color on the Zoom call a racial slur. Oh, oh no. Good night. And, then, oh, they, and no. then they began to dance around naked uh, for all to see. So we, we've heard been warned about this. Yeah. Been well, well, this one's a little different. This one's different. This is you joining a Zoom and not knowing you've joined it. Yeah, you know, like we was talking about the microphone's on in here and you don't realize yeah. that you're talking. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, this one was the video version of that. And wow. And how about this? The, the angle was so good, it's almost like it was set up. Is it possible that it was? Adler, do not show it. Don't show it. Uh, but what happened was we had someone who was on the road in the Philippines, and uh, and they accidentally joined Zoom mm-hmm. while in the process of committing. Um, well, they were were they a married man? It, it, no, were, it was. A, it looked like a doctor and his uh, assistant or secretary, mm-hmm. and uh, they. Uh, well, they Rick, put on the, the show for everybody. The camera, the camera was on, and apparently they didn't know it. I don't know if they were in the meeting and felt their video was off, possible, or uh, they accidentally hit join the meeting. 
They joined it all right. All right, but uh, there's uh, there's some video there. Well, well, how about that? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Uh, be aware. What if you're one of the other people in the meeting? Yeah, and you're but, like, whoa, whoa! I will tell you this: Do it, they have that video you, if, of the rest of the people in the meeting? If you're the, <laughs> oh, I like if, it. if you're the people in the meeting, you have the greatest Zoom story of all time. <laughs> no, you really do. Oh, nobody'll top it. <laughs> Somebody says, "I got some Zoom stories." Say, "Well, you want me to go with mine first? Yeah, let me just get because, this out because you may want to not tell yours. Let me tell you what happened in the Zoom meeting I was in. Our our boss was in the Philippines and and <laughs> and joined the video, uh, joined the Zoom by video. And oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Did he ever? And uh, and it's it's a uh, Mm-mm-mm. I've heard of being a good secretary, but this is over the line. Yeah, I mean, my goodness. Uh, uh, this takes filing to a whole new level. To the phones we go. Alice in Mobile, Alabama. Alice, go ahead. <laughs> hey, Rick and Bubba. Um, I'm calling about the Democrats' strategy on the riots and chaos. Yes. And y'all probably seen on um, Fox, Victor David Hansen, that egghead professor. He says that these rioters are Bernie Sanders' group. Mm. And he believes a deal was made with Biden and Bernie Sanders that they'd keep the chaos going until the election. If Biden won, then they'd calm it down. And it's not working out for him. Well, it's a, the, the That's po- an outlandish charge, ma'am, that yeah. I would be for the destruction of the United States of America. I want to do it the old-fashioned way with Marxism. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you. Uh, let's go to Leon in Missouri. Leon, uh, have y'all Leon. seen that video from the Philippines? <laughs> oh, oh boy! Oh my goodness! What, was, what just <laughs> happened? All right, so uh, uh, something happened, Leon. I'm sorry. Try again. Ah, uh, Leon. Greg in Columbus. Greg, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. Hey, I got a uh, Mickey Dean story. Uh, when when you guys did the wedding up on Big Boy Bluff. Yes. Yeah. Me. Well, we came we came to fire cannon. So my <laughs> nine year old son was giving away cotton balls around for people putting their ears. So the yeah, shot, yeah. so we so, so we wouldn't get sued. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So Dickie Dean is sitting over there, and my nine-year-old goes up to him and offers the cotton balls, and then he comes back, and I told, I told, I said, "Don't get those. Go get those cotton balls from Mickey. Tell him he's too old. He's not going to hear it anyway." Mm. And so my nine-year-old son goes over there, and, and he laughs, and he gives them back to him. So the ceremony goes. We fire the cannons and. We're putting them up, and Mickey Dean is standing behind me, and he taps me on the shoulder, and he says, "Hey, brother, when are you gonna fire them things off?" <laughs> <laughs> now I want you to hear what he just said. <laughs> this tells you if you don't know the history of the show. It, it, I hope it explains the people you hear on this show. This man just caught up with a straight face. He didn't even make a big deal about it. You remember that time y'all, the details. You remember yeah. that time y'all had that wedding yeah. on Big Boy Bluff, yeah. and, of course, I was there to fire the cannon. Yeah, right. I brought right. a cannon. I mean, right. just take those three things. They were said deadpan as yeah. if I thought it in my story. That he yeah. shot off Big Boy Bluff. Right, right. How about remember, remember it was cannon? a little tiny cannon. It was. It, it was tiny, That's but it was funny. loud. Yeah, it was. It was loud. Ain't nothing like good cannon. Uh, let's go to John in Alabama. John, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. I wish I had an old cannon. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Good. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk, you know, being law enforcement uh, for 12-plus years. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, a lot of the problems with those newer officers coming is uh, nobody wants to do it anymore. And, they're, you know, the, the good guys that look forward to doing it as an honor, yeah. they're not doing it. Yeah. And, um, right. you know, we see guys coming in all the time, and no offense against Adler, but, you know, we'll have five or six guys come in his size, and never been in a fight before, you know, have no idea how to react to, you know, somebody coming at them. 
And, you know, their only thought is this is the only thing I can do to protect myself. And it's just one of the things. I know. That, no, uh, you're right. You, you, you're, you're having, and see, this is something that those, no Adler can fight. those that, that are all about the, uh, the violence don't understand. If we get to the point where people don't want to be in law enforcement because, A, they don't feel respected and they don't feel supported and they feel like they're going to be put in unnecessary danger and they've been called by the, the various society they're there to protect to be not the answer to the problem but the problem, well, then sometimes people – uh, are not going to be drawn to that profession, and you certainly don't want people drawn to that profession that go, well, I couldn't think of anything else to do. Uh, and then, like you said, they show up not all that able to defend themselves physically or handle people physically, and then they think, well, I got my gun. This is my great equalizer. Those are not the kind of people we want going out into law enforcement. No. And uh, and so we need to – there's a balance to all this that um, – and certainly we, we did include, and you can't have the conversation without including, that you also have to pay attention to your own behavior when interacting with law enforcement. Oh, you better believe it. Tommy and Welburn makes that point. Welburn. Tommy, go ahead. Hey, this is T- Tommy Butterfluco coming to you from Panther Land, baby. Boy, boy. What? <laughs> What's that? What's that? He's coming to us from Panther Land. I don't even know what to say. No, I don't either. Leon in Missouri. Leon, Leon. go ahead. Yes, sir. Hey, Leon. Uh, I just, uh, I just want to tell you that I'm an everyday listener, this first time caller. Thank you, buddy. And uh, and I'll be praying for you. Thank you. And uh, I want y'all to pray for me. Okay. But but I'd like for you to comment on uh, uh, the SEC football. Now, can you be more more specific about what what about SEC football you'd like us to comment on? Well, uh, what what's the schedules and, and stuff like that? What are the schedules? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a big uh, Georgia fan. Hunker down, Harry Dog. Uh, right. uh, okay. Now Georgia, I don't think is playing this year. Now that yeah, they have canceled the season. You may have heard about that. Yeah. No, I hadn't heard about that. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, kidding. They're, they're, they're going to play a ten game SEC schedule, um, and right. and then they'll be they'll have the SEC championship. It'll be a few weeks later. They're playing than in, in the past, uh, yeah. And uh, and and I don't know what two games Georgia was given that wasn't already on their schedule. That I don't know, but uh, but you can you can find those pretty pretty easily, right? Yeah, they're. Well, I'm I'm fixing to move back to Georgia. That's where I was born and raised, and I'm fixing to move back. Okay. Well, then, then you know that. Now that is an extreme commitment to fandom to move back into yeah. the state so you can be a true dog fan. That's right. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for calling and thank you for your prayers. Very kind. Um, but yeah, ten game SEC schedule. Georgia, Leon, if you're still listening, Georgia will play Arkansas, Auburn, Tennessee, Alabama, Kentucky. They're open. Then Florida, Missouri, Mississippi State, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt. There's your Georgia schedule. <laughs> kind of the, the the thing that stands out is them playing Auburn very early in the early. year. Game two or three, isn't it? What is it? What was yeah, it? Three? The old late three? One. You talking about the oldest rival? RT, you're yeah. on the Rick and Bubba show. Go ahead. Hey, gentlemen, I just let y'all know Auburn going to go ahead and handle business on that day. But uh, before, I just want to tell you that because I know that Georgia ain't represented like all we did. But look here, let me ask y'all this question. If if I catch somebody breaking into my house and uh, I can't call 911 no more because they don't defund the police, 
Do I still got to call 811 before I dig a hole? Think about that one if you didn't get it. That'll get that'll you RT, ladies. That'll hit you a little lighter today if you didn't get it. Well, that's good, RT. We'll be back. You may stay. We'll be back. Good delivery. Yeah, good. Eight six six. We be big. We'll look over any stories we might have missed. Any phone calls that you would like to. Try to bring it on the board. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's eight minutes now to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG's our number. Uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Uh, pay attention for this, for those of you that may be in Columbia, South Carolina. Columbia, South Carolina, excited that Saturday night um, I'll be there uh, at Grace Baptist Church's a Sportsman's Banquet uh, there in beautiful West Columbia, South Carolina. And I'll be there on Saturday night, and I just got word uh, from them that there's 25 tickets left. So 25 tickets if you would like to be there. And the door prizes and silent auction stuff and all that looks like it's through the roof. There's some great outdoor gear, including some, um, some great hunting uh, uh, guns as well. Uh, that'll be part of some of the giveaways with it being a sportsman's banquet. If you were thinking, you know what, I think I'll go to that. We'll do all the spacing and the mask and all that. Uh, you can still get there. 25 tickets do remain uh, for August 29th, this Saturday night. Find those details at rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. And I'd love to see you there. I will also have the manchurch.com resources there ready to go. Hey, thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Uh, coming up, Bubba, you and I are about to record uh, the latest edition of Rick and Bubba University. Uh, we'll record that today. It'll be out on uh, our Rick and Bubba University podcast, wherever you get podcasts, coming up this weekend. We'll be talking to Pastor Brian Gibson. Uh, he uh, is part of an organization called the Peaceably Gather Coalition. This is all standing up for uh, the, uh, the religious liberty that is under attack in our country. Uh, which we all believe is given to us quite clearly in the First Amendment. Uh, and uh, he, uh, his church has locations in Owensboro and Henderson, Kentucky, uh, also in Amarillo and Dumas, Texas. Uh, he's trying to launch 100 total campuses in the coming years, and uh, he and the Peaceably Gathered Coalition are standing up, and we'll ask him what that looks like, and are, is this really is the attack on the church right now in our country, is, are we exaggerating it? Is it real? Uh, what the what does uh, what's the biblical response to some of that? Uh, we'll unpack that with him coming up this weekend on Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Bubba, I guess uh, you know that uh, the attempt to have sports right now mm-hmm. uh, it's all shut down uh, because of the protest of the Wisconsin shooting. Uh, we, we're trying to have a bubble NBA playoff, and now some of the protest of the Jacob Blake shooting uh, has stopped the spurt sports world. And the Bucks said they weren't going to come out and play. And like you said, I heard y'all talking about the kickoff hours. Did they forfeit? I mean, yeah, well, they, they ruled uh, on it yet. I don't. They know. did that. They they didn't want to play the game. Uh, several other teams, I think, joined too. Kenny Smith left the broadcasting yeah. uh, booth. I don't know. Did you see that, that was video? Awkward. Yeah, it was and uh, there was a report today, and I, I read it before the show. I haven't seen any updates that 
a couple of teams were voting about they just want to quit. They're not even going to do the Lakers whole, the, and, and the Clippers. Clippers, yeah. Well, yeah. Here, here's the bigger problem, and Greg and Helmsley talked about it in the kickoff hour uh, as well with Adler. The ratings right now for the bubble format are even lower uh, than than the ratings for a normal season, yeah, which everybody would be hungry for. Which it, war? You know? I remember us saying we said, "Hey, whoever yeah. the, whoever the first person is to get their sport on TV, when it was everyone was so hungry for sports, they would be the sport that would just draw gigantic numbers." You know, we, NASCAR tried to get out there first, and some of this yeah. stuff. And you, it hasn't been the case. People have kind of. Now, I know some people are saying, and I guess there might be some validity to this, well, people don't like it because some teams are playing, some aren't. They're in the bubble. We've thrown together a quick season and a playoff. This is is going to be a tainted championship. But the NBA numbers were going down anyway before this. But I'm going to tell you something that I think the entertainment business, and that's all sports is, is an entertainment business. I know for some people – it's more than that, yeah. And, but and there's certainly great lessons that come from product, it. And I love what sports has done for me when I participated in them and my kids and all that. However, it isn't the end all. And we're going through a pandemic, and one of the things you want to do, you know, things like this when God allows them, God allows them a lot of times to to take your focus and try to, you know, almost like you take a, and you're looking through a camera and you try to clear it up so you focus yep. it. Yep. To, to kind of give you a taste of reality of maybe things in your life that you just thought you couldn't live without, and then he takes them away from you. And you start going, you know what? I'm an example of this. You know, I thought I was going to really miss that. I kind of – I'm odd. I don't know if that's as important to me as, I, as, it, as it should have been. And now I, you're starting I've done, a lot of – I've kind of done okay without it. And, and then uh, when you bring it back, you're starting to kind of you know get all political and all that. And I'm going, I've done good without yeah. it. Why bother? And then you go, well, good, to your point. Yeah, I think I'll go back and watch some basketball again. Oh, my goodness. Wow, this is eh. – you know, I don't know. I've lived about without it this long. You know what? You, what you don't want to do is to disappear, and then people decide. Well, since you disappeared and you forced me in this situation, I've kind of decided I don't know that I need you. Yeah, you're not that important to me. And before you know it, Rick, the, the way the way you make a living, I'm afraid it's the old classic overplaying your hand, which seems over, to be yeah. my catchphrase this year. Yes, it does, yeah. but it seems to apply a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, we we you've got. I heard you guys say this, and if you didn't, if you heard that, I pardon me for the repeat, but you were right. So we we're going to put uh, your protest slogans on the court. You can put them all over your jersey. Mm-hmm. You can kneel. You can do whatever you want to do. And then to Bubba's point about overplaying your hand, then all of a sudden you say, "Still not enough." Yeah. Now now we're not going to play. Yeah. Uh, then they're not now we're going to walk out of the booth, and now we're going to talk about that. You know, we we're we're, we're terrified that everybody's out to get us. You know, like Doc Rivers is really worried about his life. Yeah, him and LeBron. Yeah, LeBron, and, I'm sure. And the sad part, after all in. of this and all the things we're going to do and the walkouts and that, chances are in the next few weeks we will have another police officer shoot somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we just go with the odds yeah. and uh, we haven't accomplished a thing. So we've had a lot of energy, yeah. a lot of passion. Uh, but we're not getting the problem solved. So I think it's time you have a new approach. Well, and I I wish I could remember his name, and he was being interviewed by Mark Levin, uh, African-American. That goes back to discussion three hours ago. I'm not going to repeat. Right, but But here's what he said. He said the problem I think these athletes don't understand. You know, when when Dr. King was, was out pointing to this narrative, you could see it clearly. He talked about why it was wrong. He talked about what needed to happen. He said, and people could see the mistreatment 
of of black people in this country, and and he brought it to everybody's front door, and people were appalled by it, and people demanded change. He said, when you're a professional athlete and you make the kind of money that you make and you live the kind of life that you live in the country, it just doesn't have the same sting when it's brought to people's front porch because they don't see the same type of image that makes them agree that you're being mistreated. And he said, and that's the part that is missing from a professional athlete protesting on their platform. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.